This Metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor Metaventure. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor. The Wine and She Show is a Metaverse and NFT discussion interview series brought to you by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment and host Ben68 and more cheats. Warning, the information and opinions within are solely the views of the individuals involved contains content not suitable for anyone. Yes. Ah. G'day and thanks for listening to or watching the Wine and Cheese and the Metaverse Show. I'm Ben68 here with my co-host More Cheese for episode number 87, recording on Friday the 2nd of June for Cheese, which is Saturday, the third day of winter for me. We talked a crap load of amazing article articles. Oh, no, no, no. See, I messed up. We talked a crap load of awesome, amazing upland stuff. Ben and I played devil's advocate on a few things and then dove into some interesting articles. Whoa, mama, was this a long show? Oh yeah. So get ready to creep on into another feature field, shiny, shiny, but always shitty episode of the worst show ever. Wine cheese. Wine cheese. The ranger, one sling and stumps, one's from Australia, one's from the Bronx. Talking about the metaverse and NFTs, interviewing all the real crypto geeks. Hello, and welcome to the Wine and Cheese and the Metaverses show. I know, I'm trying to mix it up. ASMR version. Oh. Hello. Oh, my God. <laughs> Episode number 87. I think we're rapidly approaching our third year, I think. I think. Is it? Might be September or something like that. Oh. Not too I, far away. I have too much fun. I don't really give a shit. No, no, you got me. You got me in the SMSR. What is it? SMSR? Yes, that's it. SMSR. <laughs> that's exactly it. I saw yes. there, there was this one show. Uh, I don't know if you see what they do in the dark, but the lady on there is freaking hilarious. And she does these little skits. And she did a, a SMSR skit. And she <laughs> that's where I got them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ASMR. ASM, ASMR. What yep. was I saying? SSMR or something. I don't know. That's oh, I, I led you on for a little while there. You had yes. too many letters. <laughs> yes, episode number 87. Uh, thank you first and foremost to the Goldsmith for jumping in last week when I was sick as a dog. I'm still flamed up and sick. So apologies in advance for any snorting and cavorting that I carries on during the episode. Um, shout out to our friend Mesmi at the moment too. Um I've been DMing her about a deal we've got going on and she sent me an x-ray of what looked like a very broken foot. So ah, I haven't been able to see my DMs yet. What happened? She messaged I'm not me sure. too. Rest up, Mesme, and all the best with that. Because it looks very ouchy indeed. Oh my gosh. Yes. All right. So cheese, I said we got a lot to get into today. Now um 
a lot of the stuff that we will be diving into, I've only just seen the headlines here. So you're going to have to hold my hand and babysit me through a whole bunch of this stuff. And my gosh, there is a shitload to touch on to. Ah, but first, we had another <laughs> Upland News article. Every single week we do this show, I search Upland News, but there's never anything. Well, guess what? We've actually got one this week. So let's dive in, shall we? Sure. Yeah, we got a lot of shit to cover. It's amazing. I love you, Upland. Thank you. Take it away. Moxie! Upland could lead the new era of decentralized play and creation. Ooh. So this is May 29th, so a few days ago. Moxie. So Moxie and Upland are poised to lead the charge in the transformative gaming and esports industry. The gaming industry has always been quick to adapt new technologies and and Web3 or the decentralized web is one such revolutionary tech set to change the gaming landscape. It offers numerous benefits to both creators and players. Wow. Esports, yada, 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 disruptive <laughs> tech, blah, 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 blah. Where's the upland juice? Ah, oh, here we go. Successful projects push the boundaries. Projects like Moxie and Upland are already paving the way, leveraging blockchain to disrupt the gaming industry. Moxie offers a twofold solution for game developers. It provides an easy-to-use tech stack for integrating esports games modes and a platform for selling and distributing esports-enabled games. Moxie also uses blockchain technology to create and secure universal token called Moxie. It makes sense. This ensures real-time transactions and projects. Ah, blah, 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 blah. All right, take it away. That is so Working cool. similarly, Upland has successfully brought blockchain technology to mainstream audiences through its engaging game-based experiences. With Upland, you can buy, trade, collect, and sell virtual properties with the guarantee of owning your digital asset through blockchain technology. Upland strives to establish a strong economy that connects the virtual and physical worlds by promoting real ownership in an open market system. Through this decentralized market, stakeholders will have the opportunity to interact with each other directly. First of all, the name Moxie is hot because I used to play Borderlands a lot, right? Mm. And Moxie was this really hot mama badass that you know, uh, kind of was like a bit of a pimp at, and uh, people who played Borderlands will know who it is. So she's and a foxy moxie. She's a foxy moxie, and um, the fact that they're doing it's like esports. Like I could see NFLPA legit, like this being something that will put some life into that. Yeah, there's a few things to nitpick at there though. Like it's it's bangs on about um promoting real ownership. Well, you will have people that are listening along saying, Hey, not your keys, not your ownership. So that's one aspect of it. Nacho um, cheese. Nacho cheese. Yes. No and cheese, through so. this decentralized market, um Upland is aiming to be decentralized, but it, at the moment it's very much a centralized platform. So there's a few caveats on that one. Well, there's a thing like there's a lot of pe- the 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 learning curve is so crazy in Upland. If if Upland just gave people their keys, I could see people kind of losing them on a regular basis. I I feel like you should um if once you pass a certain level, like once you get to uh, uplander or something and they know you can actually play and you know they know you know what crypto is and this this and that that you automatically get your keys after that point 
Yeah, I think it should be probably pushed to executive maybe because it's, executive it's not even. that hard to get to director. Yeah. Um, executive, 10 million net worth. That's quite a significant, uh, in air quotes, investment. Yeah. So, yeah, something like that for sure. Yeah. All right. It says here an optimistic outlook. Take it away. Ah. As we anticipate the future, it's evident that the gaming industry's development will depend significantly on the blockchain. Duh. Moxie and Upland projects could pave the way for the industry and showcase the revolutionary potential of Web3. That sounds Where did you find this article? As I more- just do Upland News Search. This yeah. is awesome. As more gaming companies and developers embrace these technologies, the gaming industry will continue to evolve, reshaping the landscape for players and creators alike. Ultimately, it will revolutionize how we perceive and engage with digital entertainment. Wow. Yes. So gamification of basically all sorts of stuff, like traditional games, um, boring in real life stuff all of that sort of stuff. And uh, I think it's funny, like I believe Upland is one of the few projects keeping the EOS blockchain alive and relevant. Until, and we'll see because I can't tell you right now, but someone else is talking to EOS. Oh. Yeah, we'll we'll have that for a later wine and cheese. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll see how we go. And I think that might be the end of the article. Yeah, so that was cool to see. Um, That's really freaking cool. We'd like to see more Upland articles out there. So if you are a journalisto or a wannabe journalisto, yeah, and this is on crypto news. So it's pretty cool to see that. But we need a lot more. All right, I'm going to bounce out of there and we're just going to do a, a kind of, where is that button? There we go. So we do have Genesis Week coming up and, you know, we were, as with anything Genesis Week, we're going to get smashed by a shitload of, you know, new features, new this, that, shiny, shinies coming, coming, coming. Um, And we've got a whole bunch of things to dive into. Um, You've been working your ass off in the lead up to Genesis Week. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) <laughs> when do you actually leave to go? It's got to be not soon, right? We're leaving Wednesday morning, so uh, the 7th. So just after the next UDU podcast, the day after, yeah. Wow. All right. So how do you feel? Are you ready to go? Are you still scrambling? Or <laughs> Well, all right. So so physically and duty duty-wise, I'm ready. Mentally, I am screaming. <laughs> I have I have all the flyers done, printed, ready, blah, blah, blah. I have the t-shirts made. I have the tote bags made. I have all the goodies. I have um, gifts for a few friends. Uh, and, and if you don't get a gift from me, don't feel bad. It's just that, you know, like, you know, it's something that makes me think of you. I saw it while I was shopping in the supermarket. Uh, for example, Goldsmith, he's always posting uh, pictures of those that freaking animal. I keep forgetting the name. I keep thinking uh, hedgehog, hedgehog. Say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My husband just screamed it out to me. That's how much he posts <laughs> it. That's how much he posts it. My husband knows. So... <laughs> So stuff like that, like if I'm like, oh yeah, this reminds me of this. Per- this reminds me of this person. Um, literature, getting stuff 
ready, uh, thinking about questions people might ask me, having things available for people knowledge wise. Um, I'm going to be, and, and I could tell you this, I could tell people this much. I will, as well as uh, MVE, Samurai Aquatics and the new stuff that we're coming out with on that side. I will also be talking about another project that I'm running, not running. <laughs> I am kind of like a little bit involved with, involved with yeah. thank you, Ben. Yeah. Um, Avalon the Druids. Um, it is an uh, MMORPG on wax. It is amazing. It's something that <clears throat> people can actually walk around and play, actually play like a, like a game. Um, so I'll be talking a little bit about that because I have one of the Genesis guilds in there along with Mass and DAC. Um, so that's interesting. And then I have, uh, other stuff I'm just kind of rooting for. And, and helping them along. Like I've been not sleeping for the past three days, helping one of the uh, hackathon projects out. I and, and I love all the hackathon projects. Don't get me wrong. Like I really wanted to have Uplando on here to talk more, but he like, this is the last week before Genesis week. So people are freaking busy. Like I wanted to have him. I wanted to have Lucida. Uh, SA is really busy. So it's like, it's, it, it would have been nice for them to get like a little few messages in, but I understand at the same time because people are just, just reaching for whatever few minutes they have. Go time. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to up your vitamin intake. Get yourself physically boosted, ready to go. I have my, my B12 gummy vitamins. Yes. And for <laughs> Christ's sake, get some sleep. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Yes. <laughs> All right. Are you ready to do this? Yes. We're going to dive in. Like I said, there is a lot. So hold on to your butts. And as I always say, if you're out there listening and watching, get yourself used to 2x speed. Work yourself up to it. It took me some time to get used to. <laughs> hold on to your butts, as Samuel Jackson would say. All right. Now, <laughs> I'm bringing up go-kart manufacturing. The only reason I, this is kind of... That old news cool. from May 15th, but we did get an update come through. Um, I believe it was pushed to live updates within the Upland Discord. So Genesis Week brings the first go-karts to Upland, and, yeah, yeah. here's the update here. So this is from uh, basically today. We would like to remind everyone that applications for MetaVenture factories for go-karts will be opening sometime after Genesis Week. The factory nice. application will be available first. And in the following weeks, the Upland team will begin approving players who meet all qualifications and later will accept go-kart model submissions. We will share the factory application requirements as soon as they are ready, so stay tuned. How do you feel about this? I love it. I am excited. I, You know what I hope? I hope since it's a go-kart and it's smaller than the cars, um, because like a lot of people have small to medium factories that can't be utilized, right? Mm. I'm hoping that a small factory or a medium factory can be used with stuff going forward because it's like, why even bother having it as an option if it, if it can't? Yes, absolutely. What's your take on it though, in regards to as far as outdoor decor map assets, we still have dozens of items that are stuck in the approval process that have been in the approval process for shit. I would hate to look six months, eight months. Well, I know um, I asked, and I think each meta venture type is a different different group 
uh, of, of insiders working on it. So the people that are working on the meta event are, are like the map decor, uh, yeah. map decor. I, I combined it. Um, they're not the same people working on the cars, not the same people working on structure ornaments, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, Hey, they shouldn't have that because we don't have this. We just have to be patient and bear with it. Um, I, I wish them all the luck. I, I want more stuff to come out, even though our stuff is a little bit, well, a lot of it upland, come on a lot of it, like uh snuffled, like I am in the mornings. Um, I do I do like that other they're they're hiring other teams to kind of tackle those sort of things and and start the wheels turning. Yes. <laughs> it just is rapidly becoming <laughs> the feeling like we're the red-headed third um, middle child again, you know. Um, and and we we were in a we were in a much better position than all of the other better decor shops because we were ready at the start. So we had a bunch of items approved at the start, but again, I keep banging on. There's a whole bunch of the other factories that were in that first approval process from shit three years ago that still have one or two items approved and they're still waiting. I know yeah. um, BDAG is, yeah, he's he's had items just sitting there and it's mm-hmm. endlessly frustrating to reach out and ask, can I get a status update? And you get no reply for weeks, months. Yeah. Well, TML um, finally got his fat, his large factory move, his factory moved. He was waiting like six months for that. Yeah. So hopefully that's a good sign. That means things are going to start picking up. Yes. Well, it has to. I mean, if, if they're taking on, what have we got? Structure ornament manufacturing, go-kart manufacturing, all of this manufacturing, there needs to be a much better system in place if they're going to keep up with it all. Otherwise, yeah, yeah that, it's going to be quite a big hole they're digging for themselves. All right, I didn't think there was anything else on there. Let me check. Once applications are open, blah, 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 blah. the NFT chassis is available for you to get started on go-kart models. In the future, Upland will be providing updated files along with a validator for testing your submissions. You oh. say you say Cassie the same way I do. Chassis. Chassis. Yeah. Chassis. <laughs> that's interesting so they're providing you with the baseline structure to work off that's kind of cool that is cool yeah, yeah. Hmm. interesting wait wait yes. uh wait wait once again again if someone you know gets approved and you haven't heard back please stay tuned your applications are reviewed weekly thank you for your patience and we can't wait to see and and i just want to reiterate something that i said on the udu podcast um, I was, uh, rejected <laughs> and they really, they really like make you sad when they reject you. Cause they're just like rejected and, um, on two meta ventures. So I went to a CM and they can't do anything for you, but they can guide you in the right way. And, Lizette, she guided me into how to write my reply, my response. I wrote my response to both. I only actually heard back from one a month later, the Speedway one saying, thank you for the response. So like yeah. be patient, no, uh, ask for guidance in, in re- replying to the email, know that they will actually get to it and review it and just kind of 
keep your fingers crossed. Hopefully, I, I take it as no news is good news. I mean, yeah. if, if you if you get a rejection letter, and like you said, they're they're brutal in their <laughs> their bluntness. You suck. Computer says no. <laughs> Fuck you very much. See you later. The computer says no. <laughs> yes. But well, I have I have four MetaVenture applications outstanding. I applied for a structure ornament showroom. I've applied for a block explorer shop. I've applied for two extra samurai decor, samurai decor, samurai aquatics and decor um, showrooms. And yeah, I haven't heard a single thing about those. Um, there are people getting rejections letters. There's a whole bunch of those coming out on the thing. So it's just one of those things where yeah, you just got to be patient. Yeah. Um, Kind of is what it is. Oh, and I just want to give a quick shout out to my husband who took a week. Like I was complaining like, oh, my God, I need to get my stuff ready. I need to get my stuff ready. And he heard me and he took a weekend. He took two days to learn Blender. And like he did like so many tutorials within that time. And he's like, here, you like this? And he made me one of the items. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Let me give you the texture to put on it. And he puts the texture on, no problem. And now he's working on um another one of my items. So we'll see. So this way, DTech has some help because DTech will have, like, we're still the three-way partnership. DTech has so much stuff that he will need to be doing. So this will be a good way to provide assistance to him. Yes, and shout out mm. to DTech and all the best with what he's got coming up as well. Um, yeah, a lot of people juggling a lot of stuff at the moment. All right, now we kind of touched on this one because it came across as breaking news when we're in the middle of the UDU podcast, but we'll dive into it again. So, you know, one of the benefits of having two shows is we can kind of gloss over things in the UDU podcast that are kind of semi upland related, but then on the <laughs> one two show, we can just dive on in. With very few time restraints. So Berlin, Berlin is coming. I love Are you this. excited? I'm you, excited. I'm I'm pumped. Like I'm I think and I hate saying this, but I'm gonna be I'm always gonna be honest on, on our show, right? Yeah. Um I have I own so many properties all over whatever is out already right so when mm. something new comes out like you i get the three properties if i could afford more i'll get a few more but then i'm gone i'm like i'm over it um this is however big for new players um people just coming in people who have been around for a few months maybe even a year uh that's where the excitement is and i love it that you know they have the opportunity to kind of mint something huge like london like berlin and like so i'm not excited so much for myself but i'm excited for the new people and and those who have been around for like a year less yes yeah um i've have thousands and thousands of properties i'm in the midst of getting rid of thousands and thousands of properties. So yeah, um, all of these new city releases, I'm just getting the, the three and getting straight on the train or the plane and getting straight the flock out of there. <laughs> so I don't FOMO into anything else. Um, but yeah, obviously new players want new opportunities. Um, yes. And, and yeah, within the UDU team, there's nobody in any of these late last, gosh, dozen or more city releases since you, I think, since you in... Um, the Bronx, 
have put their hand up and said, hey, I want to run a node and I'm going to be the node manager, so I'm going to go for it. Um, until that is the case, yeah, we're not going to go back to that system where we just do shit for the sake of doing it and then yeah. it just crumbles and dies. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, Berlin. Now, um, yeah, again, we were a bit surprised when it was breaking news that it was a tier three. I think that's very strange. But that is strange. If, if Berlin huh. in Germany is not the tier one city of that European hub in that area, what's going to be it? I know. I know. That's kind of because they always talk about, you know, like um, San Francisco is the hub for the, what is it, the West Coast. Yeah. San Francisco is the hub city for the West Coast. Well, yeah, what what's going to be the main hub for this area? It's very I strange. I mean, the only, the only two places that I could think of are like Munich and Ham Hamburger. <laughs> Hamburg, Hamburger. Hamburger. <laughs> uh yeah hamburg and munich but like there's not as big i mean i guess you don't really need to be as big population wise i don't know and this is interesting this is it launches friday june the 9th at 10 a.m pt so that's saturday that's saturday wine and cheese time but you'll be in genesis week so obviously we won't be recording wine and cheese then so that's interesting or maybe i'll rope somebody else in to do it yeah, you should do that. Life. I would love to see. I would love to see you with a guest. The <laughs> wine and wine show. Oh my god, wine and I'll wine. see if I can drag up another winer and we'll just dive headfirst into the muck. You want a big winer? Get Vertnar on here. <laughs> yeah, I love you, Vern, but <laughs> Jesus <Yes>. Christ. <laughs> so that's interesting. And what's also interesting here is where does it have that thing with an the node? Node. Yeah, you know, if you're in, um, if you're in, if you're there for the, if you're in Genesis Week for the Berlin release, you're going to get a free property in what is going to be the Genesis Week only oh, availability node. That's so cool. That's so. That's the same with the um, the 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 city that's opening in Vegas, right? Well, that isn't Berlin. Is the city that's opening? Oh, in Vegas. is it? Yeah. So then I get something. Yeah, you get the free node property. So I imagine they'll be pretty valuable on the secondary market. Ah, uh, you yes. know me. I hate selling my stuff. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm letting go of a lot of stuff nowadays, though. I'm, I'm trying to work on quality versus quantity. Yeah, I'm pretty much selling anything and everything that's not a node property. And, like, there's a whole bunch of collection properties in Chicago, Kansas that I had. Um, I've, I've been going through and selling <clears throat> the additional ones that I have above the collection. But then I'll check the collection. And some of these, even these, some of these purple limited collections, you look on it, you click the property card, it's earning 100 UPEX a month. <laughs> well, this is pointless. I might as well just... Get get the get the money out and do something yeah, else with it. Exactly. I mean, yeah, and, and you're right. I'm holding on to my node properties and like anything that's not providing me. Yeah. So like yeah. Yeah. So, I I think I mentioned on the UD podcast I'm going to try and get down to like two thousand properties, but I completely forgot that I have over one thousand Portage Park properties. Oh. So maybe maybe three thousand might be a more 
realistic target. So I, I think I'm down to 4,200 or something. So another thousand or so to go. So if you want a bargain, if you're out there and you have been eyeing off something that has a Ben 68 tag on it, hit me up. You never know. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. Previously good. I have been, no, I'm not selling nothing, but now I'm very much open to the possibility. Um, and I have, again, I've been reaching out to kind of speaks to what I said about Mesme. I have been reaching out to the, some of these other node projects that I have a swag of properties in and saying, look, I want to sell these properties. I don't want to just dump them on the open market. Can we work at a deal? So that's a good if that's you, hit me up. Hit me up. I, I am a bit of a prick but, sometimes, uh, but, you know, I am open to – normally I just shut people down and say not, not, not interested. But. I mean, don't offer him a dollar. He's no. not going to holler for a dollar. Holler for a dollar. Honey, yeah. Ben, Ben, child. <laughs> Grandpa's got bills to pay. That's funny, actually. You know, I was thinking. I was thinking the other day. Like, I've always spoken. I think since we first started these kind of shows, that you know, the ultimate goal would be to using my um, blue squares, my upland real estate, to help pay off my in real estate. Well, that's my reality at the moment. I'm. Yeah. I'm withdrawing almost half my weekly wage in, from upland, and that's going straight to paying off the mortgage. I'm yeah. literally paying off my mortgage thanks to Upland. Yeah. And I bet your wife is like, oh, yay, finally. <laughs> I could finally show her the money. Yes. <laughs> show me <Yes>. the money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy because like we, with all the interest rate rises and the cost of living rises, um, we started, we went, you know, we're not, we're not in trouble financially, but it did start to pinch pretty hard. And you have to cut back on things. And I got to the point where um, I'm going to either have to take on an evening job a few nights a week or I'm going to have to take on a full Saturday extra job. But I have been able to replace that by buying and selling virtual real estate in the Upland Metaverse. That is pretty amazing. That's say impressive. what you want. That's say impressive. what you want about you know the Upland team or whatever you want to say. What anything you want to say. At the end of the day, I'm paying my bills off by buying and selling properties in Web three metaverse. Whatever you want to say. So, um, as somebody mentioned in the UDU podcast, I think it was. Yeah, there are tax implications of that. Yep, fully aware of that. So I am putting away a nest egg for that as well to make sure that's all covered. But yeah. Um, rather than me having to go and do Uber five nights a week and then all Saturday or something, um, selling some blue pixels. It's pretty Uber. amazing. You hate so driving though. I, f I hate <laughs> driving with a passion. And my commute is literally, my commute is four minutes down the road. Oh, and I hate it. Shit. You would I be an it. even grumpier band than you are right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. I, all right. Let's see what we got next. Um, now, all right. You're definitely going to have to hand, hold my hand through this one because I pulled this up. I was excited to read the headline, and I I read it three times, and I couldn't for the life of me understand what the fuck this is all about. Huh. But, <clears throat> let's see. Re preparing for life. I understand it. I understand it. I is this gener it. is this generative? Is this AI art they're using? How do you oh feel yeah, about they, that? yeah. I don't care. Whatever. It, okay. They need. It's like it's it's it's. So they've been coming out with news a lot. They need art. Uh, 
you know, quick, this is the best way to do it. Who cares? Right. I don't, I don't know. All right. So yeah, please, if you can understand this, please um, read it for everybody out there who might not be up to speed and um, can you translate it into non gobbledygook, please? <laughs> All right. Preparing for life in Upland. It's no secret that Upland is an ever-evolving ecosystem as we are constantly working on new ways to make the experience more dynamic and engaging. As such, we are excited to announce our newest efforts to prepare for the introduction of life, which will be powered by the STEM token. Yes. Now, this has been hinted at as coming and they've been talking about this for a very long time. So, yep, all on board with that. Please continue. Similar to the launch of property of property development, the presentation for life will first come to Upland in a form of two new assets, right? So right away, we know this is, STEM is not going to be very easy to obtain. You're going to have to, you're going to have to put time into it. The first yep. will be map assets that simulate the mechanics of living creatures, right? So Basically, that tells me that this is a test run, right? So you're going like, to get. Sorry, finish your thought. You're going to get a totem. That totem is going to kind of act as if it was an animal, right? Yeah, and you're going to have to nurture that totem. And when you nurture, nurture that totem, that totem is going to create protum. Protum will Hang be. On, you've lost me. You've lost me. How? Because you so, know what? You're trying to talk while I'm talking. Go ahead. Well, finish, say what you want to say, and then I'll finish. So this is the test version. So before we had Spark, we had Spud, and that was a whole testing situation. So this whole protum totem thing, this is the test version That's of... That's what I said, yes. Is that correct? All right. That's okay. what I said. This is a so, test version. That's what I said. A so, totem is a what? A totem is a simulated creature that you will be taking care of. So think like a pet cat or a pet dog or something. Exactly. Or a plant. Oh. Or a plant. A plant. All, right. Um, all right. Because plants are living. Um, so you will have this totem and you will have to nurture it. What constitutes nurturing? Um, maybe you have to click it every so often to feed it, to brush it, to clean it. And every time you do such a behavior or such an activity, it will give you protum. Now, what is protum? Protum is something that you will turn into STEM. Okay. Yeah. So I got this right away only because I'm a gamer and I've played games that have this mechanic. So, yep. um, People that didn't get it, like, don't feel bad that you didn't get it. It could have definitely been a little bit more layman termsy for non-gamers. Like, um, if you ever if you've ever played Farmville or something like that, maybe you would get this, but it's a little bit more complicated. So basically, the way to to really get as much protum as you can is to be active in the game so that you can like let's say for example you you have to feed it every hour right you have to clean it every five hours you have to uh play with it 
every two hours. So the more you interact with these behaviors, the more protum you'll receive. Let's say you were supposed to um, play with it, but you didn't play with it. So you're not going to get that protum. You're going to have to <laughs> click it again to do that two hour timer. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's we have a system. Way. I thought a bit confused, you know, I, they try to get too clever with totem, protum, the whole terminology or whatever. So, but basically, if you think of protum is like spud, stem is like spark. The difference is that in spud, correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't we, we were just given a, a set amount of spud. As here's your spud, test the system. We did the whole spud wars thing. And then when they upgraded to spark, there was no one of one redeemable. There was no way to earn extra spot. It was just, this is what you got. This is what you get. So that's interesting. Okay. So do you know, are we going to be airdropped any amount of protum to get kicked off or is it you, is it this whole, you got to get the totem first and then start generating? Um, I don't think so, but then this is just me taking a guess. Yep. Uh... So we get the totem. And I have yes. a feeling we're going to have to buy the totem as well. Is this going to be USD sales? Because if it's I USD sales, I'm out. <laughs> I really hope not. But I don't think so no. because this is something that is definitely an upland thing. And if they don't offer it for at least both, at least both, if not the best option for just uh, UPX, then I think that is a big mistake on their part. In my opinion, well, it, it will be a massive mistake. And I can tell you right now, if it's USD sales, I won't be touching it with a 10 foot pole. The the other flip side, if it is UPEX sales, is it going to be this registration RNG nonsense? RNG? Um, I don't think like so. Car I, sales and that. I think it's going to be like the. Um, uh, the, the, the sense where you could just buy. Whenever Hopefully you want. that's the case. I hope. And also, um, if they're going to make such a complicated structure yeah. for protum and uh, uh, to turn into STEM, why would it be redeemable one for one? Why not five for one? Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense that you're creating protum to turn into STEM for one for one. Usually when people use this kind of structure, the test version, yeah. You, yeah, exactly. Maybe this is just a test version. We're not really going to get it. And people who um, actually do the test version will be airdropped. Aha, you gave, you motivated an idea in me. So if you maybe. participate in the test and you help them with this, maybe you will be airdropped a certain amount. But um, not to make it harder for us, but I do hope that they make the re re redeemable protum for stem not one for one maybe five for one or even ten for one well it seems like if they've put it in writing now i doubt they'd change their mind but yeah it seems unless it's just in that test phase you know we know exactly. when we had when we had spud um like to build a structure or whatever it was the the spud hours required were very low because it was the test version so maybe they play with that so Maybe that's how they balance it. Just to simplify things, it's just a one-for-one -one switch. Okay, so we got to get the totem somehow. And we got to nurture it. We have to that, like yeah. interact with it in order to receive the protum. And that's going to be 
little things you can do like like i said clean it let's say yeah. you're it has to be cleaned every five hours and like let's say you come to it and it's six hours let's say you can still clean it but you're not going to get anything for that it's just going to reset the timer and then you just yep. have to be more on time next time express your dog's anal glands every point something hours to is that how you clean your dog through his ass that's interesting ben some people do that they express their dog's anal glands i don't because i don't have a dog wow all right, what are STEM and protom? Ultimately, STEM will be the token responsible for staining all living things in upland, look, trees, blah, blah, blah. So a spark, spark constructs buildings. STEM, I would assume, <laughs> breeds or, you know, grows living things. Life will be designed to reflect the real world, which means that living assets will require nourishment in the form of STEM. Yeah, so if you... I, this is kind of confusing too, because remember previously... It wasn't called the STEM token. Back in the day, they were referring to it as the life token. So this is kind of some of the OGs, myself included, we hear life and think, hang on, is this another token? But no, they're just referring to like the process when they say life here. Yeah. So prior to the full release of STEM and life, we will use a substitute currency called Protom. Yeah, which blah, blah, blah. And oh, here we go. An initial supply of Protom will be distributed to all uh, token holders. So that's cool. For each totem the player holds, they will receive a fixed amount of protom when totems are activated. Okay, again, I'm sure it's going to say in here how you get hold of the totems, but if this is a pay-to-win kind of situation, I mean, I get it. They need to sell to keep the lights on the office, but hopefully there's opportunities for everybody to acquire totems. I um, have it's a not feeling... just paywalled or RNG-based. I don't think it's going to be pay-to-win. I think it's going to be time-to-win. Pet-to-win. Like... The, the person who has the more time to put into this will be the winner, in my opinion. Yep. So in tandem with Proton, we will release a collection of map atlas assets that visually represent different light forms. These applet assets were referred to as totems. So yeah, totems, trees, dogs, yeah. whatever the fuck. Players will need to spend Proton to nurture their totem and keep them healthy. Okay, so you buy the totem... It gives you protum, and then you got to use that protum to keep the totem alive. <laughs> like a feedback loop. A circle of life. <laughs> yes. And to keep them healthy, <clears throat> yes. Successfully nurturing a totem will generate additional protum. Yes, this mini game will serve to simulate the interaction between STEM and life, and the object of, objective of the game will be to generate as much protum as possible. Yes, because you want to get to that crossover point. You want to have a nice big fat bag of protum so that you can <laughs> switch that over for STEM as one to one. Yes. yes. Uh, all right. You got me up to speed. <laughs> I Thank like that me. last. It's like life on steroids. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, Upland, sometimes they could be really clever like that. I love it because I, I, it's it's funny. Yes. All right. Take this bit away because this is, we're diving into what totems are now. All right, living map assets or totems. Each totem will have a unique set of visual traits. Oh, that's cool. So like not every totem is the same. Um, representing five different behaviors that set it apart from every other totem. I love that. This means each totem is a one-of-one -one asset. The unique cool. combination of their behaviors will determine the optimal way spend and harvest totem protum. now that is so fucking cool because you have to strategize 
You have to actually strategize. This will be based on the following. Input, the total amount of protum that can be spent in a cycle. Frequency, determines how often protum will need to be spent. Harvest cap, the maximum amount of protum that can be accumulated before it needs to be harvested. So if you don't harvest it on time, you will be missing out on the full potential of how much totem protum you can receive. Output determines how much protum can be earned relative to the input. Stamina depends determines what earnings penalty the player might incur if inputs are missed. Exactly okay. what I said. Let's go back here and look at this through the lens of you have you well, you got plenty of cats, all right? So you got your cat totem. Input, the total amount of protum that can be spent in a cycle. So what does that mean? That that means, oh, this, so this is like uh, if you think of Spark and you're in manufacturing, this is how much you can stake. So there's a maximum staking amount. All right, so I'm, I'm on board with that. So say so your cat is the max protum you can stake on this cat is five protum. That's the max. All right, I'm board with that. Frequency determines how often protum will need to be spent. So how often do you need to input that to pat the cat, you know, brush the cat, feed the cat, whatever it is. Harvest cap, the maximum amount of protein that can be accumulated before it needs to be harvested. What does that mean in regards to living animals? All right. So let's say, Breeding for or? well, let's say, for example, the, ma- the maximum amount of protein that can be accumulated, let's say you have to do it every three hours and every three hours you get six to seven protein for, for, for um accumulate cheese for getting the protum before it can be turned over to like the next three hours so let's say you have to spend five protum to keep the cat alive but you're gonna get seven protum in return so you get that two extra protum as kind of like a profit so that's that's the maximum you can get for that one creature yes So it's like like the earnings cap, but this is a protum cap. Okay. All right. So output determines how much protum can be earned relative to the input. So, yeah, that's what you're talking about there. Yeah, you have a fixed amount that you can input, and there's a fixed amount that will be outputted that you can take out. Stamina determines what earnings penalty the player might incur if inputs are missed. So if you don't feed your cat, there's going to be – well, that's interesting. I wonder, like – Going back to the Spark reference, if you earn more Spark, there's no mechanic for Upland to take Spark away from. Aha! Uh-huh. All right, I I I knew you were going to ask this question now. So yeah. the penalty would be you don't get any protum at all. You had to spend five protum to start off this this like like let's say petting mechanic or feeding mechanic to get yep. seven protum. So your penalty might be you only get four protum, so you lose a protum. Ah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a an escrow system. Yeah. Be, before yeah. you can before you can press output or harvest, before you can harvest that protum, yeah, penalties will be applied or whatever. And yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. All right, I'm up to speed there. Based on these behaviors, players will need to optimize how they spend protum to ensure the livelihood of their totems. If the player nurtures the totem correctly, it will reward them with additional protum. Failure to nurture totems properly can result in diminished or lost protum returns. So is this going to be... This is a Tamagotchi, isn't it? you got to get up every so many yeah. hours and feed the fucking yeah. thing? Yeah, that's exactly why I said it's time to win. 
you yeah. you're not paying to win, but you're giving your time, which is also a pretty mm. big asset. It's a huge asset. Now you can do this on your phone, which makes things a little easier. So you have to duck into the bathroom and this is and that. But you know what this is gonna do? This is gonna make investors look at look even this is gonna make Upland look even prettier to investors in such a way that this is gonna this is gonna make so much active users even more active. This is gonna make people who weren't so active active because you you all right, so gamers when they need to be somewhere, they will. That will they be just there. Yeah, yeah. they just need the need, right? Yeah. So it's interesting. Like obviously your your natural inclin inclination would be to get as many totems as you possibly can. But if you do that, you might be setting yourself up for disaster. You might be far like sticking to cats. Do you want to have a hundred cats um, that have kind of half neglected, or do you it want to have four or five that you look after really well? And get the max potential out of them. It depends. Like some people can be really tenacious. Like people who cannot afford to play. Let's say you can you can sell this. There there will be an economy to sell your stem or not your stem, but your protum to produce stem. Oh I think, no, I don't think they would do that in the test well, version. Not in a test version, but but the yeah. thing is the the fact that they made protum will like you can't buy spark from other players you can't buy stem from other players but if you were able to have a spark that you produce to create spark that might be something you could trade to other players yeah but this right? this protom thing is just the temporary test version so eventually there will be no protom totems will be generating um what's the fucking word stem protoms Totems will be generating yeah. stem eventually. And so, I don't yeah. think you're going to be getting a one of one in the future. In the future, yeah, probably not. Yeah, it's it's like um it's like back in the day before Spark come along. Upland did a whole bunch of competitions. There was tons and tons and tons of way you could build your Spark balance. Um, you weren't getting that Spark, but it was being um, tabulated on the back end by Upland. People were not that bothered with it. Um, I got a crap load of spark just by being involved that you, you know eventually came through so that's interesting yeah so like um, based on the um read your dms right now i'm going to read the next part based on these behaviors players will need to optimize how they spend protom to ensure the livelihood of their totems if the player nurtures a totem correctly, it will reward them with additional protom failure to nurture totems can result in diminished or lost protom returns. Yeah, you might not even get any. Now, I just let Ben know that I have to go tinkle really bad. So he is going to talk to you guys for a little bit, and I'll be right back. So go read your DMs, and then you disappeared while I'm reading and replying to your DM. All right, let me go back here. Um, totems will have a finite supply, meaning additional totems will never be minted beyond this drop. What? Totems will have a finite supply. What? So they're going to drop, you're going to have a chance to buy totems before this all goes live, and then after that you can't get any. 
Additionally, totems will only be active during predefined cycles of 30 days. Once a new cycle begins, players can activate the totem and will need to spend protem to keep them alive. After the cycle ends, players will no longer be able to spend protem on their totems for that specific cycle. Early results of the simulation will determine when and how often cycles will occur. A 30-day cycle of the test the test currency protom. So that means if they're doing cycles of 30 days for protom, that means we're going to be in this test period for quite a while. Um, you would, I would imagine they're going to do several test cycles of 30 days. So yeah, it's a lot to do. So maybe this totem finite supply thing means only for this initial test period. Otherwise it doesn't really make sense. If you're a player that came on, you know, one or two years in the future, but you weren't here at the start for totems. That doesn't make any sense at all. What are you talking about? You being, you being negative while I was gone? No, I just don't <laughs> understand this. Totems will have a finite supply, meaning additional totems will never be minted beyond this drop. So if you don't get a totem now, you can never get another totem. Maybe just for the test. Let me see. Yeah, that's what I ended up. I ended up going there. Additionally, totems will only be active during. Now, I said here they've, they've got a predefined cycle of 30 days for the test version. If they're doing cycles of 30 days, you would imagine that they're going to do several test cycles. So we're going to be playing with Protom for quite a while before we get the actual in real life stem. Yeah. So the turnover from Spud to Spark, it wasn't that long. It was, well, then again, maybe it was three or four months. I'd have to go back and check, but yeah. Well, you want them to get this perfect too. You you don't want them to have asset. People can be very, you know, mean and very, you know, judgmental and whatnot. So like I say, give them the time, let them test it. I think it's really freaking exciting that, they are testing it and they have, you know, kind of let us know how it's going to play out. It just seems weird that they say totems will have a finite supply. They, yeah, they surely they mean these initial totems. You, you can't expect that. Uh, I said while you were tinkling, if you're a player <laughs> who joins, if you're a player who joins three years from now, oh, sorry, you can't get a totem. You have to buy it on the secondary market. We don't do totems anymore. That was three years ago. That would seem weird. Surely, if totems if totems are a representation of living things, surely they're not releasing every possible iteration of any possible living thing now. Bizarre. Dun dun dun! The Genesis totem. No, I like this. A lot of people say it looks like a a, a dog. A lot of people say it looks like um. But I don't even know, but I think it looks like a fancy snail. Um, a fancy snail. Yeah, like the back is the is the shell, and then you know how the snail has a really long neck and the little ears coming out. Well, it looks like a kind that, of like giraffe a that's sitting down. A giraffe, too. Yeah. <laughs> this super rare totem will be the only totem that comes with all of the most favorable behaviors. Okay, so it's got maxed out stats. That makes sense. Each of the behaviors, blah, 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 blah. The generous totem's output will be expressed as a llama, the first and only of its kind, um, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so they've got a one of one. So the same as the the Genesis property, the Genesis car, the Genesis totem, yada, yada, yada. Hopefully it goes to somebody who's actually active in the communities this time. 
not like the Genesis card heads. Um, that's now, all we can say they, for now. How are they giving out the totems, though? This Genesis totem will be we will be awarding. So there must be some kind of competition that you have to do to one lucky player in Upland. So remember for remember for Genesis Week in the lead up to Genesis Week last last year, there was a whole bunch of ways that you could earn points towards the raffle that went for the Genesis car. I think it'd be something like that. There's probably a whole bunch of things you can do. Probably we're going to touch on some other events that are there. So probably I would imagine that's going to get you into there. And last of all, what's next? Testing STEM with Protom is an exciting opportunity to test the waters for life in Upland. And we're incredibly excited to see what this project will do for the Upland ecosystem. The Upland team is hard at work on delivering the first iteration of Protom and Totems sometime in the near future. We'll have more details as we get close to launch. Blah, 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 blah. All right. So, I mean, I, I would say it's starting to get feature creepy, but this is something that we have, that has been mentioned since the, I believe the initial white paper was mentioning life and this, that, and the other thing. So yeah, it's definitely something that we've been holding out for. All right. What are you squirreled on? Well, I wanted to uh, bring Lucida in and talk about his project because I feel like we haven't really like we I talked about I talked we talked to Uplando and he was able to talk a couple of times about Uplandia and I know Musita has a really cool project too. Um, I, I you know we want to talk to as many people as possible to support everybody. It's just not you know viable sometimes, but I do have Musita in the waiting room if he could have like ten minutes. Oh yeah, bring him in, sure. All right. In the waiting room? What are we going all fancy with waiting rooms now? Hey, Musita, how are you? You're live, by the way. We are, well, not live, we're recording. Recorded live. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> like I was just telling Ben that, you know, we want to give everybody a opportunity to kind of, you know, talk about their stuff. So, like, Superman, take it away. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> I just realized this, this is not working, so I have to buy something uh -oh. in Vegas. <laughs> First in the list, another one. <laughs> not working. <laughs> well, let's talk about Lens Battle. <laughs> now, yeah. can I ask you a few questions? Um, okay. Is this going to be a separate thing that you go to, or is it going to be Discord based? Uh, it's separate. It's a okay. website. Okay, cool. Do I have we're gonna have some dev shops, but you you're gonna when you go to the dev shop, you're gonna go to a website and there you find the the matches, your challenger, and you play there. <laughs> and then you're gonna be utilizing all sorts of things, like you're gonna be utilizing um, how the property actually even looks. I know you said that on the UDU podcast, uh, scenery and whatnot. That's kind of interesting because I know banana sim he he picks his properties based off of look sometimes so a lot of people they really like that aspect of uh buying properties and whatnot so that's good that you added that and it's going to be kind of like a um uh utilizing property uh size utilizing whether it's big or small so it's like everybody yes. has a chance to win yes uh we first thought about lens battle in the other way, other way around, we we didn't get a a, a game, and then we thought, how how do we put it on on Upland? We 
the first thing, first thing we thought was, how do we add value to this, 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 uh-huh. right? Uh, we want to value buildings. We want to give more value to collections. We want to give more value to small properties. How do you do that? So then we we start to think about games that could provide that. So we come up with Lens Battle. So we came from a, a need, like we need more value. So that's good. Start from that. Yeah, that's definitely mm. unnecessary. Now, when do you think this game would be in kind of like a alpha type thing where people could test it out? We we are trying to make it before James's week. We trying very hard here to to release it next week, maybe. And it's possible to have four James's week. Yeah, that'd be cool because like yeah. you're going against games that are are already out. Uh, and they have kind of like a little bit of a a head start where people can play it and know what it's about. If you can get this out before Genesis week to kind of like have people at least test it. Um, I think that would be a good, a good thing for you guys. Yeah. You were testing a lot because it's involved, involves epics. So we have to have everything set and, but it's almost done. we played already, me and my friend. Sometimes we play here in test. I lose all the time, but <laughs> <laughs> are you are you um you know you should have kind of like a thing where people could sign up and be testers and they could win the yeah. opportunity to test before it comes out to everybody. That would be really cool. Also, can yeah. you uh talk to who is in your team? Just me and Geha. His in-game name is Warrant. All right, so cool. We, yeah, that's really we cool. thought about that. Yeah, so like, yeah. let me. We're gonna have one last show before Genesis Week, the UDU podcast, and I know you you'll be flying, so you won't be able to attend. But any information you can get to me, any updates, mm-hmm. I can actually put it out there for you in the UDU podcast whether it went live, like what I can share for you. Uh, and okay. this goes out to anybody who has a project. Um, ben and I are, are big proponents in uh, putting people's stuff out there no matter what, just to mm. get for the good of the community, right? So, yes. uh, Musida, I know you're super busy and I kind of like poked you to be on here and you're like, ah, let me try. <laughs> so I just want to thank you so much for giving us like, this, even this little about and I'm, I'm, tr- I'm really excited about your project. Thank you so much for coming on here. Thank you for inviting me, and I will keep you posted. Yes, keep, keep us posted, please. Okay, no problem. Right, take care, Musida. <laughs> yeah, thank right, you. All the best. Say, buddy. That was nice. That was a nice quick Lands little. battle. Lands battle, yeah. Yes, well, I mean, if you... <laughs> If I press Upland on my phone app now and it loads, guess what it says? It says Upland, property trading game. I came into Upland in January 2020 because I wanted to play a property trading game. Um, It still is that. We're still trading properties. We need the properties to do other stuff. That's the thing. The properties are the main thing. Like all of these, like most of these games are going to be based on whether or not you have properties in Upland. I know Uplandia is. I know 
uh, Upland Kingdom is that's Grom's game, right? Yes, but we still don't have things like mm. property management tools. We still don't have a search for properties in the app. It's, that we need. We, we definitely we need do that. not have the basic foundations of this game squared away. It's just feature creep, feature creep, feature creep, feature creep, which people, is cool. It's nice to what, have no new shiny things and it's gamification and all that. But we still haven't can, gone back and what got What if the you can get what you need through level two? Uh-huh. Like, for example, Uplandia or King, uh, Upland Kingdoms. Now, I don't know any of this for sure, but um, I've heard that going forward on some of these games, you can actually rent your properties in the future through layer two. We definitely need renting. But again, it's it when you load up land, it doesn't say super app. It doesn't say it's a it's a third party Things NFT evolve. launching platform. Things evolve. If you don't adapt, you die. Yes, it just seems like we're getting further and further and further away from the core mechanics. I don't think, I personally don't think so, but I do think it's a valid thought and it should be like conversated more into. Um, I like features. I like something for everybody. I still feel like um, these games will make your properties, like let's say Fresh Meadows in Queens, that's where Uplandia is taking place or Dallas and Texas, that's where Upland Kingdoms is taking place. These yep. properties have grown in value to be sold and traded yeah. right the, the frustrating thing is that's all come about by Level third two. party developers exactly which is cool but anything that takes me out of the app is my ability to engage in anything that takes me out of the app diminishes exponentially all right so that's that's a negative but here's a positive People are, we're, Upland is giving regular Joes and Janes an yeah. opportunity to make yep. money. Like yes. they're not going to corporate. They're not going to these huge <clears throat> companies and saying, hey, build this for us. Yeah, they're yeah. giving you people like you and me opportunities to make money, make a business, make a living. That's something Absolutely. I haven't seen no, on right. this Absolutely. level. Yeah. <clears throat> The frustrating thing for me, and you know, it can never be called a super app with if you're constantly pushed out of the app to do all of these things. I think um, it's great that they're given those opportunities for the third-party developers, but the the process, the bridge between the app and those things, there's, there's something something missing there. It, it can't be, okay, go to this link and sign up for this thing and log in at this other thing and then come back to this thing. That's, and I agree that's with not you. a super app. I agree yeah. with you, but things are happening all the time. New innovations, new technologies. Like we didn't even know about that that thing with the sports moxie, right? Yeah. We didn't even know about that. What if there was uh, somebody who sees this problem and says, you know what, I'm going to create something so that you can actually have level two stuff within the actual game. It like has to. You're yeah. still in the game. You press this link. It goes to another part but you're still in Upland, like you have yep. it in the background. It, it has to go that direction. Imagine if Facebook, imagine you first downloaded Facebook and if you wanted to upload a photo, you had to go to this external site and log in. If you wanted to send a message, you had to go to this external site and log in. If you wanted to put a post, you had to, if you want to change this, it's no, a super app, everything's done within the app. So yeah, it's there's definitely a lot of work to be done, especially for the mobile only users like myself, like 
Upland Spruiks that it's a it's a mobile first platform. Well, you got to put your money and your time where your mouth is. Um, yeah. Not very easy though. I mean, the fact that they have most of their stuff on the phone on a mobile is pretty impressive. I know yeah. a, a lot of companies are going more and more that way because like just about everybody has a phone. Not everybody has a computer. So that's yeah. that's good. Um, also, I don't know if you caught it or or if uh, Goldsmith put it out yet, but Ablando was on the cafe show and he mentioned something about um, uh, Upland offering perks for getting to specific levels or achievements in these level two games. So like if you reach a certain level in Uplandia, you could receive a BE. Yeah, there might be in the, there's a thing we're going to touch on a mission system or something like that it might be part of that That's yeah awesome yeah that it's is- it's just as a as a mobile only user it, i came into this game because it was so heavily mobile based and we could do everything mobile but it just seems upland is going the complete opposite direction well you could play uplandia on mobile yeah but some a lot of these other ones you yeah yeah you can do spatial on mobile technically you can but you're not doing it within the Upland app. It's taking you to an ex- external site. And it's at that bridge point where it's just too hard basket. And the vast majority of well, so you mobile have, users will you check can't, out. You can't have 100% of everything go your way. It's just well, not going to happen. Th- this is not the spruiking that I'm doing. This is Upland spruiking that they're mobile first. But you can play mobile and spatial. You just said that. Yeah, you can, but it takes you out of the Upland app. Yeah, but that's a different argument. That's a different argument. You can access it on your mobile. Yeah, it's all, I don't know, it just speaks to... Those are two arguments in one. I'm only speaking to the mobile part. Yeah. As as I said, I I came into Upland as somebody who was interested in playing a mobile blockchain-based property trading game, but where the further and further we get away from that, the less and less I'm finding myself being interested in you know engaging in these things well then you lose like half of your mortgage payments that may be the case you know i i started off playing a property trading game and i always still want to if that's what's gonna take if if you're gonna take your um cut off your nose to spite your face then that's you boo you do you like we say but me personally if something was improving my life substantially I would make some concessions for it. Well, the, the, what I'm paying off my mortgage with is the property trading game aspect. Exactly. Therefore, it's still uh, a part of Upland. It's, it is definitely still part of it. But to see things like there's no rental system, there's no property management tools. Like I said, you five years in, like level two is going to provide that. Okay. Well, ho- hopefully they fix up the bridge between between the two, and it can be a bit more intuitive, intuitive, yeah. and. Um, accessible within the mobile app yeah oh this is a good this was a good conversation debate for a short <laughs> well it's, this is the whole point that we kicked off this show was the wine and cheese show i wine and you cheese that's yeah. exactly it's exactly what it is so and like and just to let people know um neither of us are right neither of us are wrong these are just yeah. our opinions and Absolutely. everybody's allowed to have their opinions and a conversation such as this is a positive one because we're not yelling. We're not calling each other names. These are the conversations I would like to see more in general chat. And for the most part, when I'm in there, 
when I'm in there and you, if you speak a certain way, people will adapt to it. People will follow pursuit. Um, I, I, I recognize sometimes when I leave or take myself out, people that were lurking in the background um, that didn't want to participate in, in a nice civil conversation will come in and say, Avon sucks. And then like the whole flood just starts again. You are what you eat. Yes, absolutely. A FUD cookie. <laughs> what would that taste like? Uh, I imagine it'd be pretty shitty. All right. <laughs> Upland Auction House Genesis Edition. <laughs> now, have you ever got involved in any of these? Have you ever submitted anything to be auctioned off? Or have no. you got on and bought anything? And I haven't bought or sold, but I have, I have watched it. And yeah. they are pretty cool. Like I will be on the road during this time. Yeah. Um, I probably will still be able to watch it through my phone. Um, but but yeah, I wouldn't be able to really participate because like I like for me, uh driving with the hubby is really cool. Like I, I we sing, we talk, we play games, oh, we stop weirdos. at fun things, huh? You weirdos. You actually like each other and talk to each other on road trips. How oh weird. Oh, my God. Ben, stop. No. no, that's awesome. Yeah, you have a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always balked at the idea of there not being a, um, uh, what do you call it, a reserve. Like, I'm not going to put up one of my really expensive yes. properties without a reserve. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And there have been a couple of times where I've woken up at MoFo AM to watch the auction or whatever, and it's, oh, we're experiencing technical difficulties, uh, and they just got to stretch it out, and then it gets cancelled. So I kind of gave up on the whole thing. But there are some very valuable properties in the mix here. We've got two collection properties in London and three ultra-rare properties. Now, those are from old cities, Kansas, Santa Clara, and Rio, so that's pretty cool. And the first five mints of MV motor cars. So we've got mint number one of the 2022 series 1E and all of the colors there. So that's some pretty decent prizes. Well, yeah. not really prizes, are they? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta put buy your money them. where your mouth is. <laughs> exactly. Those are pretty. I love the, I love the 1Es and the ones. Yes. Mm. And don't forget that if you do want to be involved, you have to be a verified auction participant. You can't just, go yeah. on there and create shenanigans so yeah how to submit a property for auction i looked at this again but i just thought yeah without that reserve it's just it's, it's just not worth it it really isn't it uh, really isn't yes because then you have like some people working together to good to like you know people are people people are going to be clever people are going to create their own rules within the right rules. And you can't blame people for doing this because, you know, if it's, if people allow it, they allow it. And, you know, I'm always a skeptic. I'm always the kind of person that is like, well, what if somebody does this? What if somebody yeah. does that? Right. So yeah. you have of one group of people kind of boosting the auction for some, and then one, like, let's say somebody who doesn't really have that, will end up selling their stuff for really cheap <laughs> so like yeah. you said the reserve there needs to be a reserve to solve that sort of thing yeah what, what you're referring to there is kind of hope for the best plan for the worst sort of mentality yes. absolutely always think ahead <laughs> so you don't get caught with your parents down <laughs> unless you're going especially, to the bathroom especially it's winter here in australia so it's the third day of winter so is you don't want to get caught with your pants down in winter does it ever snow there 
no, nah, not where I'm, not where I am. Yeah, the whole George Costanza. Good. It's shrinkage. It's shrinkage. Yeah, I remember that <laughs> episode. Yes, I do. He was in the pool. He was getting ready to go to or getting out of the pool. He was changing, and yes. uh, uh, Jerry's girlfriend at the time, who was very mean, walked in on him changing and made fun of the sh- his his little pee pee. But he got her back so good. And yes. she deserved it. She was mean. She wasn't very nice. Yes, absolutely. He gave All her right. lobster. And she was super religious. <laughs> All right, sorry. Go back and watch those. They're so, so She's good. Like, she, was, she, was, like, she would gloat about not ever having lobster. Being pure. Being pure. And then he made them all scrambled eggs or something. And he put little bits of lobster. <laughs> Oh, well. All right. Historic Upland Tour. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I love him too. Historic Upland Tour. Now, have you been tempted with this? You you go into Genesis Genesis Week. This is the Historic Upland Tour for Genesis Week. Has this finally tempted you to get involved? Um, This is for Berlin? No, this is join us on a cross-city tour of historic sites in Upland. So this is, think of, you know, you might go to the original, the Genesis property in Upland. So this is going to tour, like, it's like the history of Upland, basically, in a tour. So you're going to have to go to a whole bunch of different cities. It's interesting that it says this tour will start in Santa Clara. Oh, yeah, that's weird. So it's going to jump all over the place. If it's um, free to fly. In Manhattan. If it's free to fly, I'll do it. Oh, I don't believe it is. Check out the registration reward 0.01 Spark. Again, there is an estimated 60 minutes of travel time for this tour. Please keep in mind that despite traveling to other cities, the tour details will only be visible with Santa Clara. Yeah, so you have to go to the treasure tab in Santa Clara to register. Um, Registered participants will receive 30 cents at the start of the tour and reclaim 100% of their registration fee, how to participate. Blah, 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 blah. Doesn't say anything about travel being free. So, that's ex- travel is expensive. You will be spending probably in the order of 10,000 upex, I would, I would assume, for 0.01 Spark. Yes. Do they offer anything else for this? You would think this would get you um, points towards that Genesis totem, but there's no mention of it. Oh, that would have that would have been cool. I would have spent ten dollars for that. I would think it would, but it doesn't mention anything like that. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, this is I won't be taking part in that myself. Um, yeah, I don't even know if it's it's worth it for new players. Well, not if they, not if you're new and trying to get established, and you're going to drop ten thousand upex. Um, when you can get point oh one spark just by logging in for a week, so exactly yeah, or like spending that money on properties to do treasure hunts absolutely all right so we'll see here we go next up genesis week 2023 so this is another hunt but this is one of those um scavenger hunt things i really like that miles with the two guitars that's so hot and even the drums in the background that's so hot has there been any more speculation on who the live band's going to be some people are saying it's going to be a DJ. Some people are saying it's going to no. be a band. Can't be a DJ, surely. That'd be pathetic. 
they've, they've said live band, haven't they? They've shown drums and yeah, yeah. They've shown Miles wearing like um grungy clothes. So I hope it's a '90s band. I really, oh. really do. I am stuck in the '90s, Ben. Maybe Dirk's going to get up in his fluoro DJ outfit and go all techno vibe. Who knows? <laughs> I was saying maybe since Berlin was announced, it's Rammstein. Rammstein? Whoa. That'd be cool. They don't really go with the whole Technicolor vibe that they got going on. It should be metal and blood. <laughs> Steampunky, so we'll have to wait. But they are kind of like um, techno. I can almost guarantee that it will not be Ramstein, but I know. I'd love to be proven wrong. So put your thinking caps on. So this is this is one of these um, hunts where if you want to get involved in this, get into the community. There is a bunch of community groups that they get together, especially for these. They help each other. Um, you know, what is it? More heads are better than one or something. Two heads are better than one. Five heads are better than two. That, that kind of vibe. Um, Yes, and they work together, they help each other and race for the end. If you're just going to try and do this all on your own with Google, yeah, you might be in with a shot, but... Oh, my God, this gives you an entry into the freaking totem. Yeah, that's what we expect to see, lots of those, yeah. Oh, but you know what? Like, these these scavenger hunts from Upland are difficult. Like, I remember they did a message in Morse code, and we had to decipher it. And I was just like, what the hell? And then everybody was was pulling up Morse code charts and some of them were different. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting here that they say that there's no casual play mode. Normally with these scavenger hunts, there's prizes for the race, like the top 10 or whatever. And then there you have the you have a casual version where you have several hours to complete it and you could still be awarded <gasps> a prize. But this they're saying no, it's only the competitive. And and the top uh, how many are going to have a chance for the totem? Because if it's the top 10, I'm not going to even attempt it. Well, let's see. Registration, 5,000 UPEX. Event starts at motherfucker AM Australian time. <laughs> even my time. 8 AM is really, really. Uh... Well, that's when registration ends. The event starts at 10 AM. Ah, uh, so. all right. Um, registered participants will receive 20 cents and approximately 50% of their fees by completing their hunts, uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, look. So, Hunt yeah, rewards. Have, yeah, you have to you have to sign up for this via the London treasure tab. Hunt oh. rewards. Take it away. The player who completes the Superfest hunt first, first, will receive entry into the, the, the drawing for the highly sought-after Genesis totem. What? What? Only what? the first person. Only the first. Wow, awesome. they're gonna they're gonna make that super duper exclusive and hard to get. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. oh. Also, the first two hundred players to complete the competitive super hunt, super fest hunt, will be eligible for other rewards. These rewards include scavenger hunt exclusive Genesis twenty three super fest block explorer, which is pretty cool. Um, Upex and Spark. The amount of Upex and Spark you receive is determined by your finishing position, so it pays to be quick. Additionally, players will earn back approximately 50% of their registration fee just for completing the hunt, while the remaining 50% goes to the prize pool 
check out the Genesis 23 Superfest Block Explorer and the rewards chart provided below. Okay, so that, that goes back to my earlier point. If you want to be within the first 200 players, you pretty well, you probably should get within a community group to help each other because they do help each other get over the line on the back end. So, all right, the rewards. So, so if you're in the top 200, you definitely get that explorer, which is pretty cool. Yep. Top 50, you get 0.01 spark. Top 20, you get 0.04 spark. And if, if you're first, you get 0.4 spark. If you're <laughs> second, 0.2, 0.1. So, yeah. And a lot of uh, Upex. Yeah, the Upex gets split. That That's good how they do that. So most of the fees that, that people pay goes towards the Upex reward. So that, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So does, it, does that tempt you then? Because it's going to be so hard to get um, no entries in for that totem. No. no. <laughs> I'm not going to be first, man. No, man. All right. How does scavenger hunts work? Yeah. Basically, you get a bunch of you get clues that are quite difficult. So yeah. And don't forget, too, like in many of these kind of hunt situations, okay, you've worked out what the answer is. The answer is property address, blah, 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 blah. 25 James Street, London, whatever it is. You go to 25 James Street, London, and it doesn't trigger the pop-up because it's Everyone in the Everyone else. Or, oh. You know, sometimes sometimes it can be janky like that. So yeah. the more people you're with who can look around and, oh, actually, if you go to 27 James Street, it triggers the pop-up. Yeah. Sometimes they've in the past, hopefully they've got it fixed up, and in the past they have been pretty woeful at actually ensuring that all of these things work as they're supposed to. Like sometimes you put an address in, a search address, and it just goes somewhere completely different. They're not even freaking properties there. So, yeah, the more people that you can have in your ear working together, helping each other, probably the better. Agree. Assuming you trust them and they're not sending you down the garden path. <laughs> yes. That would be so mean. Next up. Well, there's people out there that do it. You know it. Yeah. Right, next up, Speedway Time Trials. Genesis <laughs> Week Speedway Time Trials. I love so, it. So, Uplanders, prepare to put the pedal to the metal in the Genesis Speedway Time Trials. Throughout Genesis Week, players will have the opportunity to race on four different tracks and compete for the fastest times. The Genesis Speedway Time Trials begin Monday, June 5th at 12 p.m. PT. Okay, so that's a bit more of a, um, a nice time for me. I might 12 p.m. PT. That might be just before I go to work. Cool. And then on Friday, June 9th at 12 a.m. PT. That would be cool to have you there. So here we go. Brace yourself for an array of rewards, such as an exclusive Genesis Go-Karts, um, along with Apex and Spark, blah, 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 blah. So you, you're going to get racing? You're going to dust off your car and get out there? Yeah, this looks fun. This looks so fun. <clears throat> Um, time trials will start. Yeah, we said that. Each day, participants will race on different tracks to achieve the best time and claim fantastic rewards. The four tracks featured in this event include the Hollywood Hills Racetrack, Rio Promenade Track, New York Racing Track, and Detroit blah, blah, blah track. In order to participate, you must own a car. Duh. If you do not own one, <laughs> you can use the MetaVenture directory. Blah, blah, blah. You can make a cardboard box and just run. You know what's funny, though? 
like if they don't put that out there, you know there'll be people on Twitter saying, hey, you didn't say I had to actually have a car. Yeah. That's not fair. Wah, yeah. wah, wah, boo, boo. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with multiplayer racing in Upland, yeah, it is a, um, it's an extra app you have to download and play and connect to. Um, it is fairly simple. Um to do and go and play around, but you should um, go and get yourself familiar with that ahead of time. Um, this is 100% RNG based. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. There's no point rage quitting if, you, if you're if you in first and then suddenly you get knocked back to sixth or whatever it is. It's just RNG. You just got to know that from the outset. It's completely luck based. Yeah. Scoring and leaderboards in the Genesis Speedway time trials, players will be ranked based on their fastest times. Um, hopefully, remember the kerfuffle they had the last time where the, the times that were shown in the app was not the time that was shown on the leaderboard. You had to multiply by 60 and divide by 120 and put your red underpants on and do seven <laughs> skips. And Hopefully, they fix that up because that was just stupid to make that so complicated. So, hopefully, mm-hmm. that's been fixed up. Mm. Only the quickest time from each player will be recorded on the leaderboard. Yes. But but it was smart in a way. Like, see, Upland has its ways of getting people active and people doing constant races to to get that that uh mathemic mathematical equation then. Yeah. And they had to spend lots and lots of hours on the yes. app. And yes. see that builds up the numbers for Upland. Like we, yep. like you, you could say that's greasy, but in the same way, it's freaking clever. It's brilliant, and it just makes our bottom line look so good. Yeah, the only way you win at RNG is if you're just super lucky and you pull a time straight at your ass first go, or you're willing to put in repetitions. Re- yes. Repetition wins RNG. Yes. There's there's no way around it unless, as like I said, unless you just blessed by the gods or something so to ensure fairness in the genesis speedway time trials we have assigned each car model to a specific vehicle class with similar performance stats okay so um series one r's i would imagine race series one r's Um, however it's important to note that if you place in the top five on any leaderboard you will be ineligible for additional rewards for the remaining days of the time trials players who crack the top 25 but do not win a cart will still be eligible for the remaining days if a player places among the top 25 times for multiple classes on any given day, they will be awarded for their highest placement. Interesting. While the rewards for their lowest placement will move to the next highest ranked player. Huh. So if you are the leader on all five of the leaderboards, you can only get the highest reward for one of those. Well, that makes it fair. Yeah. That makes it fair. A leaderboard will be displayed for each vehicle class. Yeah, we've seen that before. Um, so we've got class four, class three, class two, class one. Interesting. So we've got the Series 1 Rs, the Series 1 FA edition, and the Series 1 Genesis. Interesting that they split the Series 1 Rs and all of those special Series 1s from the Series 1 and 1Es. That's kind of cool. Although now yeah. that I think of it, didn't they, did they do that in the last one? I forget. I don't okay, remember. So that should give everybody who has a car an opportunity to at least play around. Like you don't need a Series 1R to have a crack at this. 
So it'll be what interesting is, to see. What is you, what is the um, semi truck Series S? Uh, T, I believe. Series T. T. So, guys, if everyone, if you have a Series T currently, those kick ass. So, so if, a TE even more so, I would imagine. Oh hell yeah, that will pass everything in yeah, your class. Yeah. From so what I remember. <laughs> And if you've got a TR, you have to race in the class. You've got to race in the class three. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I have a 1E, right? You've got a Series 1E, yes. All right, good. So I'm in class two. Yes, I've got a Series 1. I've got all of them, basically. I could I could go in every one. I'll, I'll probably could, have a crack. You I'll, I'll have a crack with, at least once. You could kiss, kick ass with your semi-truck. Not semi, yeah, semi I think I'm not sure if mine's a TE. It's definitely not a TR. It might be a TE. Interesting. All right. Well, I'll, this is one of those things where I'll definitely have a play. I just I won't have the time or the opportunity to do multiple runs, but I'll give it a crack. Yeah. Time trial scheduled. Players will race on different tracks. Now you don't have to go to the city to race in that track. You just have to do it all within the app. So that's one of the good things. Um, Monday, Tuesday. Oh, that's cool. So they got it separated by days. Nice. So, and that gives you lots of time there to get involved. You've got ages and ages and ages. All right, that's cool. I'll definitely be having a crack at all of these. Nice, nice, nice. All right, let's look at the enticing rewards available. Um, Spark, Genesis, Go-Cuts. Here we go. Genesis Week. Oh. Bracket number one. So if you are the winner, you get 50,000 Apex, 0.05 Spark, wow. and you get a cart. That's a lot. That's really cool. That's that's a great prize for, yeah. R and, for RNG as well. That's amazing. Well done, yeah. Upland. Well done. Cool. Yeah, oh, all right. This is definitely something I'm interested in, and I'll have a crack at that myself. <clears throat> Yeah, that's great. Even like the the other prizes within there, those <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Definitely doable. Yeah. All right, we still got a whole bunch of stuff to touch on. Now, this is what I was referring to earlier. This popped up just before we kicked off, so I wanted to make sure we got this in here. Introducing Mission Center. Ooh. So this is what you were talking about. So look at here. We've got a. I love got this. A, um, a graphic here. What does it say? Complete all starter missions. That is and awesome. Can I go grandpa size and see that? Ah, oh, it went down. KYC required. I, oh, I was hoping it was going to say what the award was. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. Multiple reward, it says. Visit but it three say. meta ventures. Start a treasure hunt. Okay. So th this is what we need. We It's a way to teach. It's a way to onboard and teach players. Um how to play the game, and it's also a way to get uh, the OGs or the people who are fully up to speed with all of the stuff, get them involved in complete little missions. This is a gamification ben, aspect that we've been screaming for for ages. Yes, cheers. Do you have Samurai Aquatics at the lowest visitor fee in San Francisco? If not, please yes, do I so. I always do. I always do. All right. You, you forgot... Remember, it was, it was like three or four months ago, somebody was trying to absolutely roast me on Twitter. Oh, Ben68, yeah. he's an absolute prick because he has his fees set at the highest. I'm like, dude, it was at it was at the city release. It's a common tactic. Everybody does it so people and, don't jump all over your tail. I just forgot to change. Thanks for the heads up. Also, 
when you buy and trade things a lot, yeah, you forget because some you might have bought something that had a higher visitor fee that transfers <clears throat> over. It doesn't just go automatically to your set fee. People have yes. to change that. So don't judge people like that. Maybe you could let them know, hey, this is this is different than your other stuff. Just just FYI. But yeah. just want to make a, a, a quick say, visit three meta ventures. So if you're in San Francisco and you visit Samurai Aquatics for 25 Upix visitor fee and you visit two more for 25 Upix fee, you're actually making a profit of 25 Upix because the reward there is 100 Upix. Oh, it does say the reward, does it? That's what I was trying to say. For the second one. Ah, cool. Yeah. yeah so you're actually making what... money. Yeah, you know, I, I actually had the other day where I was, um, I'd collect, I just collected my dividends and it went back to zero. But then I suddenly, I got a, a 50, collect 50 Upix popped up and I clicked on it. And it was a visitor fee. Someone had just visited my property somewhere. I think it might have been Kansas or somewhere. It was me. What? It was in San oh, was Francisco. It? Yeah. Oh, it's like 50. Why is there a 50? So I, then I went and readjusted it. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Because right. it, so, it was yes. probably something you just purchased. It was probably yeah. a really good deal. Yeah. And it just had the Absolutely. old visitor fee on there. Yes. So don't Im immediately think that people are absolute pricks. It's just. That's funny. It was me. <laughs> no, that's funny. I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> next week we will next week nice we will be deploying the first iteration of our new mission center which will serve to guide and reward players through their upland journey players who are visitors and uplanders will immediately gain access to a small set of missions that will teach them how to mint properties hunt treasures and complete collections awesome that's exactly what we need to onboard new players and grandmas and grandpas and uncle jim's and auntie norris yes well the first few iterations will focus on new players missions are a dynamic feature that will expand significantly over time. Um, in recent months, we've been taking on a huge initiative to overhaul and improve the first-time user experience, yada, 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 yes. Um, back in March, we released the Explore Center, a new tutorial experience. Now! Uh-oh. <laughs> time for me to put my wine hat on. Oh, no. Jeez. For the love of all the gods, why have they not found out a way so that that bloody tutorial pop-up doesn't, pop up every single time you load the game. It doesn't load up for me. Yeah, because you never close the bloody app. Oh. <laughs> really? But I refresh it constantly. Every single time you log out, if you log back in, you get the complete the tutorial and you got to press X. Are you sure you really want to not do the tutorial? Yes, I don't want to do the fucking tutorial every single time. I can't be the only one who that just bugs the absolute shit out of. Surely the yeah, you know, I've I mean, never. I I it doesn't happen to me because I never log out. I refresh. Oh, it's so annoying. Huh? It's just one of those things that should be done in code in ten seconds. If oh. X, then Y. Yeah. You know, one single or if like statement. Put put like a check mark there. Please don't show me this again. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be the only person who are just enrages. Yeah. So what's the mission center? The mission center will offer a selection of missions to educate, engage, and reward the community. Perfect. It's exactly what we want. I love it. These missions initially, yeah, initially these missions will be heavily geared towards new players to give them better exposure to the Upland metaverse, hold their hand, babysit them through the early days. Absolutely. Each of these first missions will be designed to inform the player about the many 
intricate systems in Upland, which are becoming more and more and more intricate as we go along. Um, this should offer the player a better sense of progression and a more linear path to kickstarting their Upland journey. Perfect. Starter missions will only be offered to newly signed up players as well as visitors and Uplands. Awesome. So, um, you know, Upland, no, it says Uplanders there. So directors, executives, chief executives aren't going to get the bloody pop-up. Do you want to learn how to mint a property? No, I do not. Um, I've been minting property since January 2020. Thank you very much. Um, anyone in these <laughs> categories will now see four new starter missions already in progress in the mission center. Oh, that's good. Blah, 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 buy a property. Um, oh, this is awesome. Read that. <clears throat> all right, all right. Um, no affordable property in their current city. No problem. Players will get a one-time opportunity to reselect. Yes, a that starting city that is sure to have affordable inventory. This makes buying the player's first property a breeze. And yes, thank you, Upland, because people like all the epics they got for free from Upland, they used to fly somewhere else that was affordable. This is. Yeah. perfect well you can imagine you're a new player that gets involved and where do you want to start well i want to start in manhattan of course and you land in manhattan and you're like what the actual yeah so i know that that is a really good addition so nice well it'd be even better if there was a way to steer them towards sending them to a place that has affordable unlimited properties but i guess the game moves and evolves so quickly that's not know so intuitive to do so oh yeah there you go leo 100 upx 100 upx you're right travel to a new city 100 upx travel to a new city spend <laughs> three thousand um, upx to get 100 upx yeah or no wait they could take a train for like 50 upx yeah some of them you can yeah absolutely so people new players if you're watching this probably not because we're the worst show ever but if you yes. are watching this be smart with how you do this so you can get the most for your OPEX, most for, so like, like you don't have to fly, you know, take a train from San Francisco to Santa Clara. I think maybe yep. that can even be 10 to 20 OPEX and then you get the rest. Yep. Absolutely. So it says, what's next? Over time, we will work to develop additional missions that focus on rewarding players for hitting significant milestones. So yeah, that's just missions. It's basically an, unlimited gamification element this the limit to the amount of missions you can do is only restricted by how much effort they're willing to code it all and get it ready there's literally no end of things that could possibly be done so potentially if you have some ideas for some certain missions i'm i'm sure the team would love to have ideas feedback suggestions and that sort of thing so get a list together send it off and you never know in short, missions are a flexible tool that we've used in a variety of ways to improve the user experience, and we're incredibly excited to see how it supports players through their experience. Absolutely. FAQs, if I level up past Uplander and didn't complete my starter missions, will they disappear? No. Ba, 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 ba. I've already completed the newbie collection. Can I still complete the collect complete a collection mission? Yes, absolutely. Ba, ba, ba. Okay. So that's good. Yeah. So initially it's going to be for new users, but we should see that start to roll out for more established users as the whole system gets established. I would like to personally be able to kind of get access to this so I can go through it and write out a small tutorial 
to yes. kind of help people make better decisions on how they go about these missions. Yes, I could probably absolutely. reach out like to Lizette and see if she has any um, guidance as to who I can talk to. There's actually precedent for that within the mobile gaming community. I used to do that as a mobile game tester, like we'd get new features. And I used to run forums and I had a YouTube channel where I do tutorials and all this, that and the other thing. And when you're an established player, you get some new feature and you quickly slam through it and you think, oh, shit, I should have went back and took screenshots yes. of that. And yeah. I, yeah, I requested access to have that reloaded and, and was sent through. So it is doable. I was an Android beta test tester. Nice. Yeah. Every time they came out with a new cutesy name, like the cupcake, the lollipop, they they have so many cute names for their their updates. Cute or vomit inducing? You be the judge. Nice. Oh, you got the eyebrow. All right. One more upland thing to touch on, I believe, and that's something that just popped up as well. That was kind of breaking news that just popped up as we we're kicking off. Thrifty Trader Genesis Edition. So this is the battle of the multi-accounters. Ah. Have they done? <laughs> have they done anything at all to address the rampant multi-accounting that gets involved in these things? Well, I I feel like they use this as a way to monitor the multi-accounters because remember the Ooh. last time they had something like this, there were multiple multiple like like a mass yeah jailing. Right. Yeah. So after these kind of events happen, people are like, oh, why are you doing the same thing? Multi-accounters this, multi-accounters that. But they forget a lot of people were jailed. Yeah. Due to stuff like this. This is that a great goes. way. Yeah. This is a great way for them to monitor who trades with who, how long has that person been a, an uplander, this, this, mm. and that. So it I I I don't participate. But I do appreciate I do appreciate it for what it provides Upland the Upland team. It's that whole honeypot angle that Uplando was mentioning exactly. on the podcast. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, this is interesting. The player who proves to be the thrifty, thriftiest Uplander will win an entry into the Genesis Week Grand Prize giveaway. So the Genesis Totem again. Ooh. So. Mm. And All again, right. How do you do this? Oh, this it's one of those things where they don't tell you the rules. You just gotta kind of work it out. It's it's buy sell trade, but they don't tell you the you, you never get the algorithm. So each uplander's efficiency value is a composite of their performance relative to others on a few core metrics, relative profit score, um, relative purchase score, trading volume, trading diversity. So if if you sell a if you sell one profit property with you know five million upex profit, that's not necessarily going to guarantee you a win because there's so many other factors involved. That's kind of the same way the neighborhood score system works. There's certain elements, and once those are maxed out, those are maxed out. It's all about trying to boost every single one of the elements. You can't just focus on one or the other. It's interesting. Now it's um. Hold on, Chipotle mayo. Okay, <laughs> so putting now, your dinner order in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this show is taking long, but it's so good. This is like one of our our best shows, I have to say, because it's like so informative. Um, this is really good way for people to make money during these times. 
people are looking for great deals, right? So put your stuff for sale. Don't go crazy with the price. If you put it for fair, you don't have to put it for a loss. Like if you're doing it in Upix, if you are doing it in, in Fiat, you may have to put it a little lower than usual, but this is a great way to make a little money, make a little Upix for Genesis week, you know, help by helping these people get the points. If you're not going to participate, they can help you by purchasing your stuff. Yes, absolutely. Right. So what are the rewards? Um, we have a Genesis Trader Block Explorer. That's pretty standard. They I, lo- I love that, though. That is freaking awesome. And here we, again, it's heavily featuring the musical band instruments. and Look, the gooey, that's a cassette tape. Stuff. That's a cassette tape. That means 90s. There we go. It's all going to mean 90s. something. So, yes, um, you can win 250,000 Apex and nice. 0.4 Spark plus the Block Explorer, of course. And if you're in the yeah, if you're in the top 200, you get a Block Explorer. So that's and pretty cool. the first one is the only one that gets uh, the chance the for that. The entry into the totem, yes, the Genesis all totem. Right. Yeah, the player who proves to be the thriftiest. So, yeah, so only the first one. Yeah. So, yes, again... Um, Oh, here we go. I've never seen them say this before. Mitigating fraud. Take it away. It is to be expected that some players will attempt to take advantage of this type of competition to push themselves up the leaderboard. Be advised that we will be monitoring player activity very carefully. Any players suspected of fraudulent behavior will be subject to review by our data team. Offenders will be disqualified from the competition or maybe even jail. They don't say that, but I'm saying that. Please take note that this this contest is still a work in progress and we'll be carefully monitoring the results to improve the competition in the future. Now it's time to get ready. So if you're tempted to do shenanigans, the days of shenanigans are long gone. Well, they're getting there. (laughs) <laughs> yes well and un- the days of unpunished shenanigans are long gone put it that way oh, all right i'll accept that yes all right so that's all the upland stuff um as we said genesis week there's always a shitload of stuff now the temptation here is to always get overwhelmed and excited and pumped up about the shiny 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 but don't forget everybody is screaming for utility We've had mentions of, like last Genesis week, you asked questions and we thought, yeah, not this year, but definitely next. Well, maybe they didn't say definitely, but it was alluded to at the very least that next year. But um, they did say next year. I remember Edan said not this. Uh, I said, will it be this year or can we expect it next year? And he said next year. Yeah. It, it goes back to my earlier rage of feature creep. Um, shiny, shiny is great. Personally, I've got little to no interest in shiny, shiny. I want the Upland team to go back and put some spit and polish on some of the foundationary aspects of the game. We need some reason to build our properties in Upland that go beyond, oh, well, you can have a meta venture on your townhouse and your micro house. You could apply for a meta venture on your micro house. No, that's not good enough. Um, there has to be, some reason if if they want this to be a thriving you know 
representation of the real world, you have to give players an incentive to build in the metaverse. This yeah. has to. Yeah. You cannot just keep palming that off for, but now we've got go-karts. Oh, and we got, now you've got a freaking cat you got to feed every two hours. And now you got fucking this and that. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. I like, I, I like the whole thing. I think, I think what's going on is everything is leading up to something great. But we have to have the lead up. It like like we want stuff, but they need stuff. So we have to. It has to be done very carefully, to, in order for it to be a good mixture of benefit for both. Yeah, I mean, anybody who's been in this community for any length of time, especially you and I, as part of the UDU, or even aspects of it in real life, the stuff that we've got going on there. We know it's very easy and it's very sexy and it's very fun to come up with new ideas, to come up with new projects. That's the easy part. you got to finish some of this shit. Yeah. NFLPA legits, freaking all of this stuff, um, autographs on your legits, you know, rental systems, you know, property management tools. Shiny, 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 shiny just creates a house of cards. I think, I think. I think they set it up in such a way that we're supposed to add most of the finishing to it, which some people don't like, some people love. I, for one, I'm 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 enjoying it for now, seeing the new projects that are coming out. If you asked me a year ago, I'd be like, what? I wouldn't understand yeah. it. I'd hate it. But now that I see the new projects coming out, offering stuff for a lot of the stuff that we have been um let down from yeah um i i i have more hope i have a better kind of understanding like oh okay you know so we're kind of like partners we are the ones that are supposed to make this stuff happen in, in yes. the most part like let's see what moxie provides if that can provide something for the nfl oh, okay that that wasn't um we might have got um, miscommunicated there. I don't believe that was a partnership. That was just that article was mentioned two different platforms and it was kind of exploring where they're going. I don't believe that was like an official oh. collaboration or a partnership. It sounded like a collaboration of yeah. sorts. I'll have to go back and check, but at least from my initial <laughs> thing. So, yeah, look, there is a very clear and distinct difference between being a fudder and a whiner. I'm not a fudder. I am 100% a whiner. Yeah. Um, the more and more this shiny, shiny stuff goes on, the higher and higher my eyebrow is getting raised, though. So, no. Like, I don't I think can... I can quite go to your levels, but, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't do the other one. My brother could do both of them. Yeah, I can't but, do um, one, yeah. yeah, difference between a fudder and a whiner. A whiner actually wants to hear the positive side of it and we'll take it in stride and be like, all right, I still have an inkling of doubt, but I'm going to take what you're say you say and kind of try to make for my own opinion and hope for the better. A fudder, yeah. no matter what you say to them, will continue like with the blinders on and say, no, no, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. So there is yeah. a difference. I'm kind of getting to the point. I'll where I'm you. saying, I'm no, not funny, but I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. 
we're doing this and this and this and this. I've nobody, well, not nobody, but I have 100% fallen into the FOMO dragon trap over and over and over again. Um, there's never been a, I don't think there's ever been a situation where I've FOMOed into something and then re, like properly regretted it that I couldn't get myself out of or whatever, but I, I'm just immune to the shiny, shiny. Now I just legit immune to the shiny, shiny. You could throw shiny, shiny all over the walls. I couldn't care. I'm just still, I'm still playing the property trading game. I'm buying and selling properties. That's what I'm doing. I like, I like the shiny, shiny. I will get involved in it. Some of the shiny, shiny, but I'm not going to dive headfirst. Like if this totem, if this totem is USD sales, I'm out. You're not out. 100% out. You're not out. I'm No, not of the game, of oh, that no. feature. You know oh, what I mean? For, for, yeah. for now, until, until you're out of the testing. I don't think, we'll see. Yeah. Upland, please don't make it completely USD sales. Don't do that. Yeah. Me. So um, it will be interesting. Like I say, yeah. When I say I'm out, I don't mean I'm rage quitting the game or leaving. I'm just like, you're going to have to. You got to be me. more specific, Ben. I don't know. Well, maybe that's that's what they do, don't they? They put the thumbnail in, that's it, I quit, and then you actually watch it and it's some bullshit fucking thing. And then the next yeah. day they're playing, hey, I bought Straight this. Again. Where is this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, definitely not out like that, but I'm just not. I'm not. You will sit out the stem for now if it's if that. Well, it doesn't matter what it is, go karts or whatever it is. It's freaking what what the chess pieces and freaking this, that, and the other thing. The last thing I kind of FOMO'd into was the gnomes, but I did that purely to sell for USD. Yeah. So yeah. Unless there's and yeah, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't blab on too much. Um I just need more. I need more meat, not so many potatoes. I love potatoes. Um, and also, like, it's, 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 it's also uh, good to say you, people don't have to do everything Upland offers. Yeah. Like, yes, yes. this is, they're like, you know, it's good to be, uh, uh, have a feature for everybody. I'm yep. not, part, Ben and I, we're not participating in most of the stuff that we just don't want. Like, like we've done it. It's okay. It's just not for us. So kind yep. of have that mindset when going into things like, be a little bit more picky in the event you try out for. Um, time is important. Time is good. Like time can be more valuable than money. So like Absolutely. just pick your stuff a little bit more carefully and that way you won't get as disappointed. What did you say, Ben? Look for the best. Uh, Hope uh, for the best, prepare for the worst. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a good point. I mean, yeah. And I'm definitely in that case where new city, great. I'll go buy my three properties. I don't have to go and mint a hundred, a thousand, five thousand properties anymore. I don't have to do that. Yeah. I don't have to get all the collection properties. If yeah. there's unminted collection properties available, I don't have to, you know, I don't have to fire sell. Oh, I'm going to miss out. Oh, I'm going to miss out. I don't have to do that. Yeah. Cause so. the, the thing that you fire sell on today could be valuable for a yeah. level two game tomorrow. Yeah, you never know. So, but it it is a tough. It's hard to say no to the FOMO dragon because, like I said, shiny, shiny is sexy. It's fun, but sometimes you got to climb on the old wagon and go for a ride. <laughs> All right, we need to rush through these last articles, otherwise you're going to start chewing on the table. Um, <laughs> I still have three more hours. <laughs> oh, do you? All right. Well, I'm getting hungry myself too. It's almost breakfast time here, and I've got some liver, kidneys, and heart to cook up. Right, is oh this going to load? Ew. Ew. All right, so we've got a few articles here. You know, this is this is not the 
the wine and cheese upland show it's wine and cheese in the metaverses and you know web three show so here we've got cftc commissioner says proposal to reassess risk management could consider crypto i like this oh so old mate oh look at that name christy goldsmith romero it sounds very uh oh yeah goldsmith this sounds very mafia (laughs) yes a commissioner with the U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission, the CFTC, has commented on a proposal amending the government's body's risk management program with respect to digital assets. Now, this is interesting because it appears, we touched on this a few episodes ago, where there's certain aspects of the U.S. government that appear to be heavily pushing against crypto and are actively trying to ban it or whatnot. But then mm-hmm. here we've got somebody else in a different department going in the opposite direction. In a June one notice, the CFTC said it would be opening a proposed rule change for amendments to its risk management requirements applicable to swap dealers and futures commissions merchants. What does that mean, Chase? Do I don't know? know. There must be some kind of financial situation. Ramirez said in a public statement that the proposal could allow the commission to address risks associated with certain crypto investments. So, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to dive into it too deep. But it is to know. it is good to know that there are aspects within the u.s bureaucracy that are pushing against what did seem to be quite a significant push against the whole crypto adoption so yeah that is interesting that's nice to see all right look my computer's gonna crap out oh no um we'll dive into the next article and we'll see if that will load oh you already have it that's so cool what the eas I just sent you an article, Solly sent me, but you have it already. All right. I see your tabs. Nice. <laughs> Look, great minds, Ben. Great minds. All right, go All ahead. Right. Sorry. Well, you take this one away. Navigating the enterprise metaverse, balancing risk and reward. The enterprise metaverse, that sounds like Star Trek. Whether you choose to be an early adopter or a fast follower, a clear strategy and thoughtful execution are key. What is this, like a how-to metaverse? Um, for enterprise, so think of you know businesses and this, that, and the other no, thing. No, you squirreled <laughs> on that word. Yeah, Starship Enterprise. As a concept of the metaverse continues to gain momentum, enterprises are looking to create new business opportunities and enhance their operation by utilizing this immersive technology. Early adopters are already exploring the potential benefits of the metaverse in such areas as recruiting, onboarding, training, and development, immersive events and product demonstrations, but with this new technology also comes risk. Duh. And the enterprises should carefully consider the benefits and costs of adopting it. Yes. This next sentence is an interesting one and food for thought. When it comes to the metaverse, is it better to be an early adopter or a fast follower? I see an early adopter, to be honest. Yeah, Uh, what's interesting though, because like um I, I was part of the second wave to get involved in Upland and, you know, you classically make all the mistakes under the sun. Um, if you were somebody to come into the Upland metaverse now, like there's an FSA system, like Upland is a free-to-play game. Initially, when it first released, could you play it for free? Sure, kind of, but you weren't going to get very far. There's no way you could get to, um, in those early days, the first... At, year and a half 18 months there's no way you could get to like director without putting some kind of money in Perhaps but nowadays cheaper, they, they were cheaper but there was there was so many san francisco was unminted there was why would you buy a secondary market property when there was just so many unminted around so that yeah. was 
there were opportunities, but not like now. Like you can work as an FSA agent. There's a whole bunch of things you can do now. And you have the USD out system if you're um, KYC'd. Um, so, you know, pros and cons. There's always pros and cons. And networking, if you came in earlier, you have uh, you have the network there already. Established, yeah. Yeah. So it says the, <clears throat> the answer to this question is not straightforward. On the one hand, early adopters are often the ones who set the standards and pave the way for others. Absolutely. Yes. They have the opportunity to be industry leaders. Yes. yes. They also bear the risks of discovering what works and what doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. When we started all this, um, I know myself, I put a significant in air quotes investment via cryptocurrency into Upland that could have very easily disappeared because there was no USD out system. There was no way to get anything out of it. So yes, absolutely. Um, on the other hand, fast followers can learn from the experience of early adopters and avoid their mistakes. They can still be industry leaders, but they may, may not have the same level of innovation or differentiation. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um Take it away for this next one. Just touch on the key headings. We won't dive into the whole lot. So facts to cons- key factors to consider. Start with clear objectives. Metaverse is not a goal in itself, but, but a means to an end. Um, basically, just, you know, um, no. Have a plan. Have a plan. No, like, don't go into every single one. See what you like. See what you want and go with the one that better fits you. Number two. Yep. Understand the available tools. This touches on what I did. I made sure I researched everything upland. I went to the Discord. I did this. I did that before actually even playing the game. Yep. Um, so go ahead. This, this could also, like, we always look at things through an upland lens, but it could also be like the meta metaverse. So you may need like VR headsets and all of that sort of stuff too. There may be peripheral stuff that you need to acquire to gain access. Three, this is a good one. Learn from others' experiences. It is so important in the metaverse atmosphere to network, to yep. find people that you can learn from. Um, I don't the the examples they gave are weird. And and I'm I'm only giving you what I know personally in regards to Upland. Yep. Um, number four, design a pilot. Now that one I have to read because uh, yeah. considering designing a pilot to test effectiveness of a meta venture solution. All right, all right. So basically, um, look to see what would be the most if you're coming out with a business or you're coming out with a level two. Um, kind of try to figure out what is needed, what's wanted. Yeah, don't go all in in one thing all at once at the start. You know, you you got to dip your toe in the waters and find Do out what works. Research. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah. still relevant to Upland. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a good one. Make a go, no-go decision. Now, we've done this like within the UDU. Like if, if we go for a full neighborhood node, our go, no-go decision is based on factors. Like if there's no... If we're interested in an area, but there's no node manager, well, that's a no-go. Mm-hmm. If we're interested in an area, but LA was a classic example where we wanted to do a certain neighborhood, um, LA released, we saw the sticker shock price and we're like, oh, whoa, okay, so that's a no-go. And then we changed and we went for Century Heights instead. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. You can't um, – and it's one of those – it's a like a sunk cost fallacy system. Don't keep pouring time and effort into something continuously. You have to have – a kind of okay, enough's enough. 
you have to evolve and adapt yeah. and then even yeah. evolve again sometimes multiple times in within minutes like yes. like like you said the example of la was perfect we yep. we couldn't then we could yeah right well even even back in the day to the oakland release where um the node manager at the time we're all on a live zoom with him and we're like What's the target? What's the target? Come on, come on, come on, come on. We need to get that this. That was me like, as well um, for um, Broxdale. Um. Remember, yeah, I had yeah. three. I yeah. had three options and I kept going back and forth and you were like, cheese, hurry up, pick. cheese. Yeah. And it was minted in like three minutes. Yeah. So if we had waited any longer, she would have been all over. Yes. Imagine how enraged you would have been then. You were already enraged as it was and we did pretty I was well. so angry. Yes. And then right. finally, iterate. Um, enterprises should iterate on a metaverse solution, continuing to test and refine its effectiveness over time. See if what you're doing is working. If it's not oh, yeah, working, that's... adapt, evolve. Adapt and evolve. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, I think that's that's a good, um, you can dive into the specifics of that more yourself, but I think that's a good overall for anybody that's looking to get involved in, whether it be Upland or any of the other metaverses, that's a good, um, some starting bullet points to work off at least. All right, two more to go. Next one. Now, this is interesting. We do know that Apple has been working on the down low for quite a while, doing patents, employing people, yada, 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 a whole bunch of stuff. Well, it seems like they're now ready to start pushing that a bit publicly. This Apple looks set so... for risky VR headset launch as metaverse enthusiasm dies out. It's not dying out at all. What are they talking about? Who wrote this? Yes. Peter O'Brien. Yeah, it's, it's not a very long article. Um, so in a big gamble for the world's most valuable company, Apple is widely expected to launch its first major new product in almost a decade at its annual developers conference next week, a virtual reality headset. Ooh. Now, correct me if, no, was the iPhone was the first smartphone, was it? Or were there iterations of smartphones prior to the iPhone? I'm sure they had some kind like an of, android based yeah like a samsung maybe. or something well i'm sure somebody will read <clears> this in <throat> the comments or whatever but you, there's no getting around that the iphone and the ipad completely revolutionized um cell phone technology how we all go about our daily lives and this that and the other thing um apple is not a apple is not i don't believe apple is like facebook where it's going to chase shiny shiny you know yeah. Oh, mate, Zuck went all in on Meta. It didn't really go where it was expecting. They're still working on it. But then, lo and behold, shiny, shiny, AI. Woo, AI, shiny, shiny. I don't think Apple's that sort of company. Yeah. Do you think the Apple headset has the potential to take what is this whole metaverse kind of nest egg, if you want? Take it to the next level? Take it to not just the next level, but completely rewrite the history and change the whole game revolutionize it yeah. um no <laughs> why uh because it's not like when you think metaverse you don't really think apple you don't think uh facebook you don't think any of this stuff you think of people that have been doing it already like second life or the sims or or yeah. like just regular yeah. video game people i think if they if they team up with somebody that um is impressive in the metaverse world then then i think they can make it far like if they team up with someone like decentraland or upland or or even Ooh. epic games 
I'm going to play devil's advocate here, I think, um, which yeah. is a f- weird flip. We have been covering Apple's kind of the what we know from the public information for a long time on this show. They've been applying for patents. They've been employing shitloads of experts in this so domain. So did Meta. Yes, but they went all public with it. They're like, we're going to do this, promises, 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 and then we get the work in progress kind of stuff and like, oh, that looks like dog shit. And then people lose interest. Have work Apple in progress, been work in progress always looks like dog shit. Yes, but have Apple been working this entire time on the work in progress stuff? They haven't released any of the information public, and they're going to come out of the gate with something that is fucking amazing. That's speculation. Yeah, of course it's speculation. Yeah, that's that's what I'm speculating. That's exactly my speculation. I think they're going to come out with something that we're going to be jaws dropped. But the thing is, if it's just Apple, like they would have to create a whole metaverse by themselves. Like if they don't team up with somebody that's already in it or or really good at it, that's a lot of fucking work. I don't know if you just froze. They employed oh, all these people. They employed all these developers. I mean, yeah. sure. I was, just, I was just saying, they employed all these people. They have all these patents. They all may right. have already been done. We'll yeah, have to see. If they, I'm excited if, to see. I would think if they they partner with somebody for it, um, then yeah. If they don't, it might be another meta. I don't think they have a history of that though. They want the they want the juice and the squeeze. They want they want the they want to control the ecosystem. We'll see. Yeah, I'll just see what else it says at the end of this article. <laughs> With Meta unveiling its Quest 3 headset on Thursday, it would appear the so-called metaverse is alive and kicking. But on this week's Tech 24, we talk about three things that could imply Apple is wading into a graveyard rather oh. than a fight. Okay, so this is like an article for a, what is a five-minute tech section. So interesting. Its headset is reported to cost six times more than the Quest 3. Wow. Yeah, and they have her right. Wow, like what? What? Yeah, yeah. Enthusiasm for staying inside with something strapped on your head has plummeted since the pandemic, and nobody has convincingly identified a killer app for VR headsets. That is to say, a reason for masses of people to feel they need one. Wow, well, they're gonna have to uh, a price tag like that, they're gonna have to come out with something has to be absolutely mind-blowing. But the thing is, Apple has come out with ex- really expensive freaking phones that do absolute shit. The colors, yeah, well, the, are, gr- the yeah. colors are great. The the the, fo- the camera, just like every other phone, it just has the name Apple on it. And people are like, oh! Like, and I people used- are going to buy it, yeah. Yeah, they're going to buy it regardless because it's well, Apple. The, the first iterations of the iPad were hella expensive and they weren't that great. But, you know, things get better. Things get cheaper. Enough with the Apple name on it. Things don't get cheaper with the Apple name on it. Yeah. All right. Well, this is one <laughs> we're definitely going to have to keep a closer eye on this one. Because, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm optimistic that they've been working this entire time on something that's really going to blow us away. I want to be optimistic, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I'm, I'm halfway skeptical. You're the wine and I'm the cheese on this one. All yeah. right. Let's see how we go. <laughs> All right, and the last one, yes, this one looks very, very Amazing. impressive. As soon as I saw this headline, I was like, oh, yes, we got to touch in on this. So take it away. EA Sports, Nike agreed to deal that 
will <laughs> Nike agrees to deal that will bring NFTs to EA Sports games. That's awesome. Yes. So the gamers that hate NFTs, well, guess what? It's coming. Yes. It's coming. Holy shit. I have after this, I have something real quick to say. Uh it's it's about a uh, hug. All so right. let's I'll finish this, but just re- remember hug. <laughs> All right. Uh Electronic Arts and Nike have reached a deal that will see Nike NFTs make their way into the future EA in their way into future EA sports games. That's interesting. So that not is... existing ones. The virtual assets will be created by Nike's Web3 marketplace platform Swoosh. Nike's new partnership with EA Sports will look to build new immersive experience, immersive experiences and unlock brand new levels of customization within the EA Sports ecosystem. Nike said in a press release in quotes, in future EA Sports titles, um, EA Sports and Nike plan to make select swoosh virtual creations available, allowing members and players unique op- new opportunities for self-expression and creativity through sport and style, end quote. That is cool. That is really freaking cool. Yes. That's uh, what we need. That's what we need. Yes. So new immersive experiences, new levels of in-game customization. And here we go um, in quotes again. All of us at EA Sports are focused on leading the next evolution in sports fandom. And this new collaboration with our longtime partners at Nike sits directly at the intersection of innovation, sport, and culture, end quote. Okay, so it's it's like think of the NFL PA deal, but imagine, I don't know, is um the NFL game every year that they release, is that on EA? I imagine it probably is. If it's not, it'd be something like that. So, yeah, the potential is immense yeah that's really cool no specific games were mentioned in the announcement it also doesn't specifically mention nfts ah interesting it doesn't specifically (laughs) mention nfts so what do they call them virtual assets but with the platform it's clear that's where things appear to be heading okay so they're being smart they're not calling it an nft yeah they're doing the old reddit the reddit trick that is really smart actually yeah Yes, digital assets, yeah, in virtual ecosystems. Interesting. They're not saying metaverse. Interesting. Nike says that more details on how this integration will work will be made public in the coming months. What do you think of Nike's NFTs coming to EA Sports and Games? I think it's freaking fantastic. I love it. Yeah, I freaking love it. Awesome. That's one we would definitely keep a close eye on and keep you updated. All right, what do you got? Hug. All right, so Hug is calling um, on AI artist competition, right? So they want to actually let me just bring this up right here real fast. Share. So open call to have your work showcased in New York City. AI artisans like so. This is uh we'll be partnering with a major brand to curate 24 ai art artworks for a live event in new york city catering centering on the intersection of beauty and technology the theme of the event is code culture the digital dialogue between beauty and artificial intelligence and many of their guest speakers will be speaking on the role of ai in the emerging tech and beauty landscape as it was oh no 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 no! oh my god i'm so stupid (laughs) there's there's two events there's that one, which is cool, but there's another one uh, with Mavian. Oh, my God. Look at me. I'm just in so much. 
here it is oh my gosh so this has to do with upland just bear with me you're right all right so that's hugged this is maybe and i follow both of them because they're so awesome both of them um so basically calling all artists designers and anyone who loves fashion we're making it easy for your design to come to life Submit your design for our sequin garden clothing trait, and you could be chosen as the winning look. Um, where will this look be? In metaverses. So basically, stop sharing and then open this now. So community design challenge. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you create this look. I actually um, submitted mine and the winning look will be sold in digital games and metaverses with royalties. Which games? It actually says somewhere Upland. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yes. Yes. I just want to find the Upland thing. Uh, complete outfit. Uh, silhouette. Uh, la, 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 la. If I press apply now, yeah, it says various digital, uh, various metaverses. Yeah, in another place, it did say, um, upland. Nice, it did say upland and two other ones. Cool. So, if you want to do that, join, join the hug and and submit something. That would be amazing. I submitted something, actually. I made it in. Um, can I, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Ben. This is taking. I'm spending so much time here. Open. No, that's all right. I got one more thing to touch on, too, before we wrap up. So, all good. So, so this was done in your pixel art style, I would imagine. Oh, hell yeah. So, you had to make something green and sequence right um yeah. so i added beads to it because i love beads um and this is my submission with like oh, a peacock feather sleeve very cool and i made it in like a side like a side view too and like the back view because i needed different um angles and whatnot so yeah this is awesome. Like if you go close, you can see the Monet. That is my work. Yeah. <laughs> so my work is definitely a Monet, um, which looks really awful up close. But as you go away, it looks pretty. That looks amazing. Thanking you. All right. Well, good luck with that. Um, yes. As I said, one more thing to touch on. Have you been collecting your free... Formula One McLaren NFTs, Chase. No, because it's at like 3 a.m. my time. <laughs> no, it is open for the entire race weekend. You can claim at any stage. Really? It's open from the Friday practice session until late this Sunday evening. You have Ooh. several days to claim those. So if you had been collecting along, you would have eight sitting in your wallet, just like I do. No. Look at those. Those are very pretty. Nice and shiny. Yeah. So yes, there is still time now. Spain is on this weekend, so there's still plenty of time to collect that one. And if you have Ooh. missed any, it's pretty easy to go back and collect um, buy the other ones on the secondary market. The prices are still very cheap at this stage. If you collect the full set of 23, I believe, there's um, all sorts of prizes and opportunities that you can win, both virtual prizes and in real-life prizes. So cool. make sure you get 
over there and check that out. That's you can find that by going to collectibles.mclaren.com. Or if you just search McLaren Formula One collectibles, digital collectibles, you'll be able to find it. And it's very intuitive to log in and that sort of thing and claim those. You don't need any fancy schmancy wallets or anything like that. So, yes, that's all I have this week, Cheese. That was quite a lengthy one. Um, we won't be together next week because you will be live at Genesis Week. Like I said, I'll see if I can hook up a, uh, an interim host and we'll go from there. And I had this really nifty thing that goes around my head that yep. will be recording. So, so keep your eyes out. There may be some live streams or who knows what. So, yes. And don't forget, if you are going to Genesis Week, make sure you find the cheese. Go and find her nice and early when she's got the booth set up. Get yourself some swag and, yeah, have fun. Be safe. Don't get too crazy with the cocktails. Stay fresh. And the gambling and all that. Yes. <laughs> all right. Get us out of here. All right. See you next week. Oh, well, for the UDU podcast, of course. But then after that, for Vegas, stay fresh, you cheese bags. Go ahead, just pick you up. Talk about the cheese, motherfucker. Go ahead, get your pick you up. Go ahead, get your pick you up. Go ahead, get your pick you up. Talk about the cheese, motherfucker. Go ahead, get your pick you up. Go ahead, get your pick you up. for some of that quality outdoor decor. But you got no freaking idea where to go? Now come on over to Samurai Aquatics and Decor for all your outdoor decor needs. Got yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do ya? Delete that. I'm still not ready. Sorry. Get yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do you? Well, maybe some kind of crappy ramshackle building that, I don't know, needs a bit of extra spunk to it or something. And stop mucking about and get yourself over to Samurai Aquatics Discord to see all our available stock. We've got loads of different decor to spend your pretend money on. We got saunas to fire you up, an ice bath to chew you the fudge out, literally stock coming out of our ears, grills, swings, seating and more, so much more. And if we don't got it, give us a buzz and we can probably make it. Get yourself on over to Samurai Aquatics at 30 Aqua Vista Way in Midtown Terrace, San Francisco, Liggety Split and gorge yourself on outdoor decor.